0: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you make decisions for your company,
1: you look for the no-brainers.
0: And if you have a lot of mailing to do,
1: Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. The NFC Win Total Show, that's in the can, that's already out. You should watch it. Today, the AFC Win Total Show. The main course of, well, it's really the finale of all of the preseason content. We have one more preseason show coming out with all of us. It's going to be a Win Totals Draft Show with me, Gus, Jeff, Cam, and Rob. It's completely off the rails. We've already filmed it. Uh, And it's a bit after dark as well. I think you might enjoy that one. But while you're here, smash the like. I should have a survivor pool announcement next week. We are running the final legalese on it. It doesn't seem like we can charge big for a legal pool, so it might be free to play. But I think that I have guaranteed that there's going to be $10,000 for the winners to split. So it's not nothing especially if you make it to the end. So we'll have more details on that next week or in the newsletter. So sub to the newsletter. That is free to do down in the description. LeagueSafe.com as well. If you want to run your own Survivor Pool or Fantasy League, use LeagueSafe.com and use code Mayo and get yourself $10 extra into your prize pool or straight to you or whatever you want to do. It makes it super easy to pay everyone. Credit card, just boom. You don't have to bring like cash over your buddy's house. Just credit card it to them. Use LeagueSafe.com. Code Mayo. Jeff Feinberg. How are you feeling from the wind total draft show that people will be watching after they watch this one?
2: Uh, I had a great time. It was late at night, but we did it. Everyone was in a bit of a vibe or, you know, it, it was a different tone than normally, but I think we were all ourselves in the end. So I, I very much enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I'll have the DraftKings both tools strategy and DraftKings like playing, picking tournament and picking player strategy with Tambo and Hoop and Justin Freeman coming out later in the week as well. You can catch runthesims.com, code Mayo if you want the tools, especially, I mean, Justin will explain this all on the tool show, but not only do we have player simulations and game simulations, we also have DFS contest simulations as well. So Justin's going to run us through that code Mayo at runthesims.com. Let's bring them on. The third member of the team, The Coin, is in studio with us. Additionally, we got
0: Tim
3: Andercust.
0: Tim Andercust.
3: That is not my name. That is a poor facsimile of me on that shirt of a character from a board game, which does not look like me.
1: I mean, it looks pretty much like you. Look at that. You look just well, like Well, that's
3: because you've merged my face into that person.
1: I don't know. Do you even know how one would
3: do that? Yes, we have, you have some people on staff who are very good with the AI.
1: That, so you think that I got someone to AI generate your face yes. as Franz and put it on a t-shirt?
3: Yes, well, except it's a golf shirt, but yes, yes, I do think that's exactly what happened.
1: Where do you think that they got access to these high-quality polo shirts?
3: I don't, I don't know, probably on the IG. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't have that social media. So how how do you think that would work?
1: Now, please explain this to me. Then
3: I just assume that you get targeted ads for various things, and one of them is like uh, you know create your own shirt sort of thing, and you just send them the video you send them the photo that you want imprinted on that targeted ad.
1: Okay. Well, it was good luck to us in our golf tournament as I won my match, I think, that I wore. The- Actually, I couldn't wear this shirt. It was too hot. doesn't breathe very well. But it was nice to see. If people want to go to my IG, there is a photo of me up there wearing this shirt. You can just bask in the glory right now of Pat Mayo with Franz and a cuss covering my titties up here. So, AFC win totals and week one DraftKings Listeners League. That's open. You play, and it. it's down in the description. Okay. Buffalo Bills are the first team. Mm. Coming up, we're starting in the AFC East this year. We usually keep that for a while, but we're not doing that this time around. Over under 10 and a half wins, minus 265 to make the playoffs, plus 120 to win the division, 5 to 1 to win the conference, 9 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I keep saying this, Jeff that it feels, and maybe I'm just living in like a Tim bubble where I'm just not listening to the right people, and I I don't like exclusively follow Bill's Twitter, so I'm sure they're talking about it. But national media-wise, of all the teams that are true contenders entering the season to win the Super Bowl, it seems like everyone's just tired of the Bills.
2: That is probably true, which is weird because as we've sort of pointed out from the moment they lost that game with 13 seconds left versus the Chiefs, they were Super Bowl favorites um for like the next 10 months essentially and it didn't even matter who's going to go on to win that Super Bowl the New York Jets have stolen headlines um for good reason and the Miami Dolphins remain one of the most fascinating interesting teams in the entire league and those are both fun stories so I could see why there was a certain point in this offseason where I may have even glommed on to both of those teams. But as we get here almost like a week or a few days from football season, I am with you, Pat. Um at least for for the win total, I'm very much on the Bills to clear that number, especially at DraftKings and probably be the one seed in the AFC. The one
1: seed in the AFC, Tim. I'm guessing you see this differently.
2: Uh
3: yeah, a little differently. I think they're going to win 10 games. So, that puts them just on the under. I think they were ten and seventeen. The division is difficult, even though the Patriots have very little offensive talent. Their defense is extremely strong and present challenges. Obviously, the Jets and Dolphins are better than they were a year ago. The Bills have to play a first place schedule, and the schedule makers haven't done them a whole lot of uh, whole lot of good. They have to go to Cincinnati. They have to go to San Diego. Uh, to the Chargers. They have to go to. The Chiefs they have to go to the Eagles. Uh, those are just some very, very brutal uh, road games for them. It seems most of their toughest uh, games of the year are on the road. And uh, they, have to, they have to start in New York City on the opening Monday nighter, which is a difficult draw for Buffalo as well. Uh, so the schedule certainly doesn't help them. And they, ha- they haven't gotten any better is the problem. Uh where where have they improved? Where's where are they markedly different? Don't tell me Yvonne Miller's coming back. He's an old man who's coming off a big injury. Uh like I just don't understand where Buffalo's gotten better. They're as what they're kind of what they were last year, which is a talented enough team to make the playoffs, but a team that isn't superbly coached and is sort of soft around the middle. So I think they're a 10-win team. I think they they are a wild card, but I think uh, the reason that people aren't super hyped on them is that everyone else seems to have taken some steps forward and Buffalo is sort of treaded water.
1: I don't know if it felt like that. Go ahead.
2: Sorry. I know they don't have the pedigree of the Kansas city chiefs. So it's probably a really embarrassing thing to say, but that was exactly what was being said about the chiefs a year ago. Like everyone around them got better. Broncos got Wilson chargers were a hype train a year ago when we did this show, um and there was buffalo bills just kept their program on or you know the chiefs there was you know they just kept their program on the road and continued to do what they do and i don't know it seems like they added some bit of um better speed options to their offense but yeah there are some flaws and you worry about them in just like late in the season and maybe buckling under the exact same situation that they buckled under a year ago. That is very real, but I believe they will be in that spot to have the opportunity to buckle at home again.
1: I don't understand anything you just said.
2: I mean, they will be good enough that so that, like I said, they're going to be the one seed. So they will be in the spot to, I guess, embarrass themselves at home again in a big spot.
1: Okay, so okay, I agree with you, not necessarily to that point, but I think that's what the narrative has now become. No one wants to pick the Bills to do anything because they've been such a letdown now for the past few years, especially last year when everyone was picking them. But how much of last season's thrilling conclusion to the Bills' season do you think kind of you can place on the arm of Josh Allen
3: when he got beat
1: up and now he's healthy?
3: Okay, but that wasn't the argument I was making. I, I was mean, talking about them having a desperately brutal schedule, which they do. I'm
1: not, I wasn't and talking about you. I was talking a, about Jeff. Having, I, was, I was talking okay, to Jeff's okay, sorry. point. Sorry, Jeff, okay. Jeff was talking, and then I talked to him. So, But well, Jeff was
3: responding to my point, though.
1: Yes, but I, But he continued to go on to that, and I was responding to Jeff on that. That it, I think that they are going to be better this year just because they're a little bit healthier. And I think you are overlooking Von Miller coming back. Sure, he's old. He was good last year before he got hurt. I, he was shocking. Okay,
3: but he's he coming was, off a devastating injury, so... I don't know. Probably won't be that good. It won't it be nearly as good as he was.
2: secondary last year also it feels
3: like.
1: Yeah, Paul has something
4: to say.
2: Bills fan, Paul,
3: Shaughnessy.
4: It was reported today that Von Miller's out the first four games at least. Oh, is he? He's staying on the pup list. Ah. Good. He, that's
3: the right move for him. That was a terribly uh, bad injury. And Smart I mean, for look the long at long
4: term, but I mean, it's I mean, and if Jets you look at their first and yeah.
3: yeah, outside of that first game against the Jets, uh, you know, I certainly sort of think the Raiders are decent, but Raiders at home and then the at the Commanders and Dolphins, you know, not the hardest of four games, you know, they they could probably get a a split there, but uh that, you know, I you know, we'll see what Josh Allen has this year. He didn't play as well last year as he did the year before. We'll see if he continues to regress a little bit. I don't he know. He threw
2: a lot of interceptions last year even he sure before did. he got hurt. Like Jay Cutler-esque moments. What are you doing, man? Like, we know your arm is great, but that's pretty stupid. And that was before the injury. I I
1: think you're going to see that from him year to year. Just, I mean, a lot like you saw with Favre when Favre was in his prime. Like, Favre, I mean, Josh Allen had a good year last year. It just wasn't as good as the year before, as Tim was saying, because you had all of these picks. So he's going to have to get lucky with some of the dropped interceptions, a lot like Favre used to do, that he's just going to sling it in there. Even in Favre's bad year, he was still one of the 10 best quarterbacks in football. It feels like Josh Allen is going to be, on that same track where some years he's going to be one of the two best quarterbacks. And then the next year he's going to be like the sixth best quarterback because everything didn't shake out the right way. His added element is just going to be what he can do on the ground. And although every year they talk about him scaling it back, it's just, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen until he gets taken out on a stretcher. I'm going over of the 10 and a half for the bills over the coins going over as well. Tim is the only one on the under for the Buffalo bills. Let's go south. To Miami with Tua nine and a half wins for the dolphins, minus one ten to make the playoffs, they made the playoffs last year, if you recall three to one to win the division, eleven to one to win the conference twenty five to one to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I like Miami this year i don 't see them as like legit Super Bowl contenders, but they do strike me as a team that if they can get into the playoffs in the right circumstances. They do feel like a team that can kind of beat anyone on the right day. And then we've seen teams like this just kind of roll through the playoffs like they have these high end ceiling performances, and you string a few of them together, and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. I could see that as a 2% outcome, 1% outcome for Miami, but they should beat up on the bad teams. They'll get beat up by the really good teams. And then it all comes down to like what they do in week one, Jeff, against your Chargers. Can they beat that level of team on a consistent basis or go 50 50 against those teams? And I think that they can. And, and like the not elite, but the step below the elite teams in the NFL. Can Miami move themselves into that tier? And I think that's really the biggest question that they have coming into the season. But I think that they can do it. I think they can at least split a lot of those games. So I like Miami and I like the over. And even if Tua doesn't make it through the entire season, did you know that they have a hall of fame quarterback as their backup, Jeff?
2: I'm aware they are well set at backup. And I agree with essentially everything you said, Pat. Uh, I've already mentioned them to be one of the most fascinating teams in the league. And part of that is because there is an element about them that wouldn't real. there's a talent level there that if things click again and the quarterback stays healthy, they could enter that next tier. I am going to pick them over if Tua is healthy, they can hang with anybody. uh they're that good. i am I did a really good job in the off season of like maybe talking myself down like for my own emotional state, especially how last season ended. There was no reason to get excited, and that was good. I kicked that can down the road really far but I got like tingles and goosebumps and I'm nervous as shit about playing them in that first game and knowing that they've McDaniel's got some gimmick that he had, like no one has ever seen before and I'm going to eat it. So uh, I I really like the dolphins. I'm, I am, I'm a big fan of Nick Fangio and some of the other moves and things they can do on defense. Jalen Ramsey being hurt and being able to be utilized how, you know, he was sort of a secret weapon and probably what the Fangio scheme would be is, is probably a blow, but I think the team's good enough to hold on early and overcome that a bit.
1: Tim, the floor is yours. Are you going over or under on the Miami dolphins?
2: I'm
3: going under on the dolphins. I think they're an eight and nine team, not a 10 and 17. The quarterback can't play all his, all their games. There's no reason to believe that's going to happen. Just, I'm sorry. There isn't. It's the track record is such that we can't imagine that happening. Um, the best, uh, the so called best acquisition they made in the offseason isn't going to play for three quarters of the year. Oh, they, they brought in Robbie, or sorry, chosen Anderson at wide receiver. Like, uh, I suppose he'll fill in some of the gaps by losing Craycraft and Sherfield. Uh, maybe, Um, you know, Tyreek Hill's another year older and another year slower. And, you know, we'll see how he does. I'm sure he's still, you know, he's still incredibly fast, but, you know, I don't particularly like him as a player. And, <sighs> I don't know. I like that they brought Berrios on board. He's really good. I think he's a. a so special, hold, I, I don't know. Hold on. I don't know what to say. I don't Tyre, know really Tyre, what I Tyre, want to say. Tyreek Hill, you don't like, but good pickup, Berrios. I kind of like Berrios. Well, just mm-hmm. I just think Tyreek Hill is a little. Sometimes he, he gets a little overhyped. That's all I'll have so, to say. So how come he
1: is affected by age, but Aaron Rodgers isn't affected by age?
3: Well, they play different positions. Aaron Rodgers is affected by age. He wouldn't have been dealt for. Even two first-round picks if he were 33 instead of 38 or 39 or 40, right? So, but
1: according to your personal rankings, the Dolphins have better players.
3: Well, the, the the stats say that too. That's not my opinion. That's okay. what the stats say. Okay. Uh, I mean, did win two of the last three MVPs like that? That's a, that's a thing that happened. Even though I know you'd like to pretend that it doesn't because it'd be more convenient for you. I, I mean, uh, Ian Bradley, stop. Mute him.
1: Mute him. Jeff, let's have a conversation about this now. Yeah. Do you remember when Aaron Rodgers won? Those two MVPs and we were talking about him as a very good quarterback, maybe not the quarterback that we would want to have on our teams. But do you remember where Tim had him during that process when he was winning MVPs?
2: Very low. Uh, Disrespected. He often made the Kirk Cousins comparison that we've made, you know, pretty popular on the show.
1: Yes. I I recall that too. You can unmute Tim now. I just wanted to get that out before he tried to talk over me while I brought up that point.
3: It was a, orthogonal point to what i was trying to make so i would have talked over you because it was inconsequential i don't know the people we need to discussing. know the
1: people needs, needs not to in a discussion about things. the dolphins well i mean not you're talking you're, you're talking dolphins. about aging and, and we, they
3: do know because unless you've hit your head and have amnesia you've mentioned it like 15 times hey we have since new, new
1: viewers every single it seems to be tiring for you but it seems like people on my twitter consistently want to talk about it
3: i don't think that that's true you don't think or do you have amnesia I mean, you're right.
1: because you're not seeing it?
3: Yeah, that's that's a very good comeback. That was a very clever one. Yeah, you, you're really working well on these by just repeating back to me the things that I've said to you.
0: Well,
1: mine actually makes um, sense
3: because it's actually factual.
1: The other part definitely is
3: unfactual don't. because people are actually tweeting this at me. People tweet it at you all the time. Are you ignoring it now? I get so many tweets that or X posts that I don't even look at. Oh, okay. I see how it is. I don't. I just I, I don't anymore. The Dolphins have a lot of players who have talent, but I don't think they hang very well as a team, and I don't like their coach at all. Um, Why don't you like the coach? I think he doesn't understand how to script a game. I think he threw away two to three games. I think I said this before. He threw away two to three to four games last year by just not understanding how to run an offense at the end. Uh, You know, He lost in the playoff game because he decided he needed, with a lead, to start throwing the football, when you cannot do that with Styler Thompson. Like it, It was just... I don't think that he's actually a very good game manager. I think he'd be a great offensive coordinator, a fantastic one. I think he is not proving himself to be a very good game manager through a couple, through last season. We'll see how it goes into this year, but I, I feel like they left games on the table last year because he couldn't figure it out.
2: So, what's um, more likely to you, Tua being good or healthy, which I guess you know would be the same, or the defense taking a big step? Because there's a lot of names.
3: I guess I think it's likelier that the defense takes a step forward only because as much as I'd like to see Tua healthy and play, it's football's better when he's playing and it's exciting. I just, it's hard to imagine he's going to play 17 games. Maybe he does. Great. I'm, I'm rooting for him to play. I don't want anyone hurt. I, I hope he does play his games. Um, But even then, like the AFC is stacked and the Dolphins don't have any, All everyone in the AFC East has a very hard schedule. And so I'm going to play an under. There's a lot of overs in the AFC I like, but the AFC East, except for one team, I like unders.
1: When it comes to the beginning of their schedule, even if you do give them two, like just the two losses, week one and week four, Buffalo and the Chargers, there's a decent chance that they could start four and two, then Mm -hmm. six and three, which which gets them pretty close before they get into their like... You know, let's say they split with the Jets. They always seem to split with the Jets. So You give them one of the Jets games, Vegas, Washington, now we're at nine, and then they just need to win one of Tennessee, Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. All very difficult games, but Tennessee is a pretty winnable game for them, I feel like. And that's assuming
3: that they don't slip up against, you know, it sounds like you were... You know, so again, a coin flip game, which would be a Denver game, a coin flip game, which would be a Giants game, a coin flip game. See, I don't think
1: so, because they're, I mean, if we just go based on what they're perceived as to, and you could be right, as we get, you know, mid-season if they lose to it, they're just not as good as maybe we think. But if you just look at pure win totals, like nine and a half for the Dolphins in the AFC East is a much stronger number than seven and a half for the Giants in the NFC East.
3: Yeah, but it's the same with the I mean, the Broncos have the same win total as the Dolphins, so it's, that's a coin flip.
4: Sure.
1: I'll, I'll give you that one,
3: but I think that Miami's better and than I, I mean it's, and it's I, at home. I do too. I do too. Denver. I you know, you're right, but I'm just saying like it's early in the year too, which is an advantage for the Dolphins to be at home. But
1: and that's giving them no no wins against the teams that are currently better than them.
3: You're right. I just. Look at those last six games, starting with the Washington game. Very tough. Well, I mean, they, Washington they, sucks. Uh, this, this does seem like suck. I feel like. The, well, yeah, but I still feel like this is a team that could hit the skids late in the year, much like they did two or three years ago, uh, when they were like eight and two, eight and three. People were talking them as a Super Bowl team, and they just crashed out.
1: I, I mean, I still don't remember when they were actually considered a Super Bowl team. I feel like you're. They went
3: into that Chiefs game. No, no, they went into that Chiefs game at eight and three that year. Uh, and they were extremely hyped at that point, and Kansas City, you know, ripped them apart, and that was it. Who was the, the, the quarterback?
1: Season. Was it Tua? Then? Tua, yeah, it was Tua. I see. Jeff, and, do you, do you remember ended. this, Jeff?
2: I know they had a big season, like end of season collapse. They lost the last game in Buffalo, that would have or, put them in the New playoffs. England? And I guess Flores got fired, but they overachieved dramatically at the start of that season. I think that was pretty obvious. So. I don't remember any moment where they were ever thought of a team that would have actually, like, done anything in the like in the playoffs that year.
1: I assume this narrative is just coming from Dolphins Reddit. Have you been on Dolphins Reddit this preseason? Yeah, I keep an eye on things. What's going on over on Dolphins they're
3: Reddit? They're excited. They're excited. Should they're they,
1: excited. Really? The, the, the team's fans are excited about the team?
3: Yeah. They're, there's a lot of confidence about week one. I don't think they realize just what's going to happen when they get picked apart and that, you know.
2: Stop talking about week one.
3: It's good for those of us who want the Dolphins to lose that the Chargers get to play them week one because it's probably the only week of the year where both Bosa and James will play on the same field at the same time. So we get a full strength Chargers team week one against them. And the Chargers on paper, when they're fully healthy, are like a, a perfect team when they're healthy. But in many ways,
2: we're like the Dolphins. A bunch of names on defense that don't play good.
3: Yeah, except your quarterback is better. Uh, When the Chargers are 100% healthy, they're like the prototypical perfect team. Stop! (laughs) But they're unlikely to be healthy all year because they have terrible luck. But if you're playing the what-if game, there's few teams, if any teams in the AFC, better positioned uh, than the Chargers. But the Chargers have injury DNA all the way through them, and their players don't play games. Yeah. Uh, if you were playing this season on Mad- uh, in Madden where you could like, take injuries off uh, and there'd be a guarantee of no injuries, I think the Chargers would win the Super Bowl. But I don't think that's going to happen either.
1: We're recording this before the cut day trade deadline, so there's still a chance Jonathan Taylor ends up on Miami. Not that I would like them anymore because they had Jonathan Taylor, but that's, if you're wondering, if he's... I would son- actually like them less. I would like them less. I don't know if I'd like them I like less. the running backs they
3: have. Well, I actually guy. would like them a little less. I think they would, they, that would cause them to run the ball uh, in spots where they should be passing and pass the ball where they should be running. I actually think it would be – I don't trust McDaniel to actually properly deploy a player like Jonathan Taylor. It'd be a waste.
1: That is really bizarre logic.
3: No, it's, it's precisely correct. I, I think this <laughs> team is actually well-structured the way it is, and I actually like the running backs they have.
2: That's like what some guy would have said last year before the 49ers got McCaffrey. And then yeah, but McCaffrey's
3: McCaffrey. a much different type of player than Jonathan Taylor is. I think you have all your work cut out for you to make the case that Jonathan Taylor helps that Dolphins team. He probably hurts them. If nothing else, he destroys cap that they don't need to waste on a running back.
1: Well, they just they, 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 they opened up the cap because they got Cedric Wilson to restructure his deal. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but I think I would Great. rather I hope have, I would, I would rather have Jonathan Taylor
3: than Raheem Mostert. They're like, he's like 80% of Raheem The guy was dust last year. I don't know. Maybe he'll be good. He had one good year. We'll see. I wouldn't want nothing to do with him personally. Okay. So Jonathan Taylor, comeback player of the year.
1: That's uh, how, that's what happens, Jeff, when DeMar Hamlin doesn't win. It's going to be Jonathan Taylor who ends up winning. Now that Tim has put the curse on him. But we're all going over, except for Tim, on the first two teams in this division. Coin included going over. Let's go back north to the New England Patriots. They are six and a half wins this season, plus 245 to make the playoffs, eight to one to win the division, 50 to one to win the conference, 65 to one to win the Super Bowl. They ain't winning the Super Bowl. Mac Jones kind of sucks. You you can hear people say, well, their defense is going to be pretty good. Now they have a real offensive coordinator. These all sounded like excuses to hope that Mac Jones is good, but there's one problem, Tim. He's not any good.
3: He's not. I have a very sinking suspicion that the that the, the Patriots are going to have Caleb Williams next year. You think, they're gonna think gonna they to be the worst? Might be team? The worst.
2: Oh, impossible. That's not gonna not have. just impossible. Not, have. not just Jack
3: is too good. Not just impossible. I think likely the AFC. No, is but likely the offense is the probably the second worst offense in the AFC. Like they have nothing. They just have nothing. The defense <laughs> is talented. Don't get me wrong. The defense is talented. And, we'll, and we'll, we'll we'll fight and be tough in games, but they can't score. They don't know how to do it, and their quarterback is bad. Then nice. there's every reason for the Patriots not to be good this year. There are some very good quarterbacks available in the draft next year. And Belichick, who would like to actually is there to win, understands this year is a lost cause, and if he's strategic and he's smart, he's not throwing out the kitchen sink to win games this season. He's got to you know, do everything with integrity, but this Patriots team is one of the three worst teams in the AFC. I think no questions asked. Um, the Raiders are I, worse. And if you want to make a
2: head to head bet, we yes, can. I will. We, we, we will do that then. Um, but I would like to say it is impossible. Like part of what will hold the Patriots back from doing what you're saying is simply their coach is too good. Their floor, even if it's bad, would be four or five wins. They're, they will not get to number one overall. The defense is too good. The coach is too good. They're going to steal some wins. I am picking them to the under. So I'm not here to be like Tim is you know, saying the Patriots are under isn't crazy. And they start the season horribly. Uh, Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, Bills. Like, holy geez. They could like. Um, but I don't know that it ever gets to, to the Caleb Williams territory once we're actually at a point where snow is on the ground. That being said, would Belichick even be a part of that? Like, would he get re-energized in a way um, maybe like Popovich has in San Antonio with them getting a super phenom top pick? Uh, you know, maybe that. But I, 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 I'm I, not where Tim is, and I would bet him Raiders versus Patriots. you want to take that bet?
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it because I do like the Raiders significantly more than the Patriots. And the Patriots are bad. I mean, their offense is god-awful. They can't score. So it's all it's all hinging on that defense stealing games, which they did last year. But as we always say, defense is harder to repeat than offense. So you like,
1: don't, do you do you don't think that having a real offensive coordinator this year will help them at all?
3: Not when that real offensive coordinator is Bob. <laughs> no, I don't actually. Hey, Bob was all right in Houston. They made the playoffs every time. But he was, we routinely talked about how he was one of the absolute worst coaches around. Um, like juju smith schuster's probably the best receiver they're rolling out there
2: do you wanna, i don't even know if pat knows this because he like he doesn't care about this stuff at all and it's something that would probably come up like once the games start but do you know they drafted a kicker and a punter in the fourth and sixth rounds this year like they they were horrible last year i think nick folk and their punter was the worst in the league um So, But it's just funny as a whole to be like, uh, you know, the smartest guy in the room. He's never been that great at drafting, but now they're using draft picks on kickers and punters.
1: Well, if you're going to waste them anyway, you might as well try to shore up those positions. If you know you're going to be punting and kicking a lot, you might as well have good guys. I saw they traded Nick Folk to Tennessee earlier today, too. Here's when I knew it was in dire straits. Uh, Tim and I have a friend who's, you know, he's from Boston. Um, He's also a moron, but... He's the only thing he could talk to me like real. He was pumped about the Patriots. He was pumped about their chances this year. But all he wanted to talk to me about was Malik Cunningham. And I was like, well, when you're most excited about your third-string quarterback who might run gadget plays, it's not a good sign entering the season.
3: So, no, it's, under. It's, a, it's, it's dark days. It's under for sure. I don't think that they'll be
1: last in the division, though.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: Oh, wow. Let's move to the Jets. And he's two other teams over, Tim. So let me do the uh, process of elimination
1: here. The New York Jets. With Aaron Rodgers, nine and a half wins. That's a lot of wins to make the playoffs, (laughs) minus 130. To win the division, plus 270. They're plus 270 to win the division, yet somehow they're 16 to one to win the Super Bowl. I don't know how that math quite adds up there. To win the conference, they are 11 to one, however. um, I can see Mm -hmm. that they got better, especially on paper. They definitely got better. Mm -hmm. But you're too into this season, and you won't commit... To it, which leads me to believe this goes one of two ways. A wide range of outcomes, as you like to say. You basically pick them to go 13 and four, 14 and three every single year. But you're not doing that this year because you don't want to jinx it. So this goes one of two ways. They do go 15 and two, or they're like three and 14, and Rodgers gets hurt like week one, or he's just absolute dust. This team doesn't work. Salah gets fired, and it's just going to be a clusterfuck, which it doesn't matter which way it goes. It's great content. The national media will absolutely adore either way it goes. The New York media will adore either way that it goes. So I'm just going to go heavy under on the New York Jets, and I would like to make some sort of bet with you that the Jets finish last in this division, not the Patriots.
3: Interesting.
2: (laughs) That's all you have to say?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think my thoughts on the Jets are well-known. And I'm biased, so... Like, obviously, I like them over. I think they're the best team in the division. I think they have the most talented quarterback, the most talented receiver, the most talented running back, the most talented cornerback, most talented pass rusher. I think they're, you know, that the only thing that could hurt them would be injuries.
1: Not bad coaching?
3: I think their defensive coaching is was proven last year to be actually quite good, well, they had a lot of injuries on defense last year, and Sala was able to bring that defense together to actually play very good football well they when picked, they were often undermanned. They picked up an offensive coordinator who you called a moron and criticized his play He's selection. a bad offensive- yeah oh he was a bad he was a bad head coach, and his play selection wasn't great uh I stand by everything that i said i'm I'm not super energized about him being his he, he, he was there the same way that Lane Price was a, was a, on the staff for one reason, which was to dissolve the contracts from Sterling Cooper. That's the only reason that he has this job, was to bring Aaron Rodgers in. Uh, so he's sort of done the job we needed him to do. And if Aaron likes to work with him and had played some of his best football with him, all the better. I, I hope they have a good partnership. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is the offensive coordinator in all but name. Um, and I think he's that 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 this season is going to hinge on does Aaron Rodgers stay healthy and does he stay engaged? He seems to be going through a renaissance. He seems to be like genuinely happy where he is. The Jets have avoided massive injuries. I have obviously I have still deep concerns about their capacity to block. It doesn't matter how good your quarterback is, if you can't block, you can't win. I think about the Super Bowl that the Buccaneers destroyed the Chiefs in. It doesn't, didn't matter how well Mahomes played. It, it, he could have played the best game in, humanly possible. It didn't matter that he had no chance because they couldn't block for him. And if the Jets cannot block for Rodgers, the, the, the season, whether it's long or short, is not going to end successfully. So I have some concerns on the offensive line. But that aside, I look at the schedule. I, while it's tough, I think the Jets are, are in a good spot in just about every one of these games. Um, I don't see very many losses. I like where we are. I'm gl- Some of the spot games are in perfect spots for us. I love that the Bills and Chiefs and the Eagles are all early in the season. I want those games early as possible, where we have the best chance to be as healthy as possible. Um, I like that the back end of the schedule is soft, so even if things do get a little tough, the Jets can build some momentum getting into the playoffs. Uh, there's a lot to like about this team. Um, if we stay healthy, we should win the division, I think. And if they don't, you know, things could all go very, very wrong. But, you know, this is a two-year commitment. The Jets have this year and next year. And if this year goes wrong, they still have next year in their back pocket. But I like where things are going. I, I like the vibes that I'm getting from the team. I like what I'm watching. I like what I'm reading. I, there's reason to be ebullient about things. And so I am. So what's your record prediction? Um, let's see here. Let's just play the game real quick. Bills, that's a win. Cowboys, that's a win. Patriots, that's a win. Chiefs, that's a win. Broncos, that's a win. Eagles, loss. Giants, that's a win. Chargers, that's a loss. Well, but Raiders, you but you said they wouldn't even be healthy by then. So which one is it? Eh, it's a tough game on Monday Night Football. I, I can't give us all wins. Raiders win. Bills win. Dolphins win. Falcons win. Texans win. Dolphins win. Commanders win. Jets or Browns win, then resting people in week 17 loss. Will that even matter against New England? That's what I mean. Rest people. So it's a loss.
1: No, I mean, like, will that even matter to New England if they're resting people? Could their
3: starters even beat the Jets backups? I don't know. guess we'll see. Oh, definitely. Sure. So 14 and
1: three is what you have the Jets going in.
3: Yeah. Okay. Let's go with it. Why not? I like it. You really want be... to You team. really,
1: you really think that they're going to beat Philadelphia and New England and the Chargers as well. You already told Jeff that they're going to beat the Chargers.
3: I've changed my mind. Oh,
2: Paul, I've gotten yes. more and
3: more bullish on the Chargers as the last couple of weeks have gone by. From what I've been reading and seeing behind enemy lines on Reddit, in part, and on X, and just reading what intelligent people are saying about that team and. Also feeling the Chiefs are probably, oh, I think, stop. Stop. prone for a bit of a down year oh. for them. What is different about the Chargers this year than any year past? Well, they come into the season healthier than they were.
2: They were healthy. Think, they were so healthy. They were healthy in week one last year. They were healthy.
3: I think they've learned some really important lessons. Oh. I think that game and that that, that process of last year, Taught that team and taught that quarterback something, and I, I don't think that that lesson. I think he's so good that that lesson doesn't need to be repeated. Can I ask
2: honestly ask a question? Like that lesson was more valuable than going to Arrowhead and like playing in a final two minute close playoff game. Like that lesson would have been was, no. was the valuable lesson we learned.
3: No, but it's still a lesson that was learned, and I think that we'll pay some dividends. Learned in a most painful way, uh, but I think we'll 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 present some green shoots i i have a lot of hopes for the chargers this season
2: this is this is the jets time so i I I agree i I would like i'm also
3: bullish about a couple of teams in the afc and yours is one of them but i would like to ask
1: why it's valuable like it's a valuable learning experience for justin herbert yet you basically just said that like at the time that josh allen's career was over when they lost that game against the chiefs
3: (laughs) I don't think I said that at all. Again, yeah. you love to hyperbole. I, I don't like the, you, use a you, lot of hyperbole you, for things you I you say. Don't but that's rem- not what you I said. You don't remember what you say in the moment. Ever. I don't think you remember what I say. You no. like to remember what you think I said. No, you don't. You about a certain subject, you and then don't you just remember it what, you, you say as an eleven ever. No, I don't agree with that. We bring and stuff no up all the time. No agree with that. Listen,
1: all the listeners know. That's why they're tuning in to hear you say the crazy things. No, You're the you, one who you says you the crazy things. You love to shade
3: things. these things in particular ways. And uh, Jeff, I don't do you think remember? This. Always
1: the right- it's over for the Bills. They can never win. They can never get past the Chiefs. They're done. They'll never beat the Bengals ever again. As evidence last year, none of this is ever an. I, mean, I don't experience. think they will. It's I don't think they never, will. The why is proud. it never a learning experience for one, but for Jeff's team, it is? And they lost to a far well, inferior team in a much worse way.
3: No, Thanks they did not too. lose I mean th- The way the Chargers lost is the sort of thing that just put, has an indelible mark on you. And I think you just, you figure, you, you, you grow from something like that. That's a growth moment. It's not just a regular,
4: everyday, run-of-the-mill loss.
1: Oh, what is that? 13 and a half
4: wins? What is that to the over? Plus 900. 9 to 1? Are you going gonna, to gonna lay it? Find a friend in Ontario that can uh, those, lay that for you? Maybe somebody in those the
3: States? Seem, those seem like short odds for 14 wins, to be honest with you. You're better off just parlaying them game after game after game.
4: I uh, don't think you can actually do that. That's not how But well, you can
3: just bet them works. week to week to week. Well, you bet them week to week. Oh, yeah. You, roll you, over. you, you roll can. Then, then you go back, back to, over, to zero, yeah. zero when you lose.
4: <laughs> then you're gone.
1: It's fine. Uh, J- okay. Jonathan Taylor did not get traded. He's just on the pup list. He's going to miss the first four games for the Colts. That's now. okay. Wow. No great loss.
2: The Dolphins have been in on every high end running back that's been traded in the last two and a half years, and they get none of them at the end.
1: Have they actually been in on them, or do they just, there's always just reports that they're in on them?
2: You're right. I, that's fair. I am just on the internet, and I don't know if what I'm reading is even is even reliable or, or true. So that's fair. Like, I'm just reading the nonsense.
4: Like the
1: Jets got Dalvin Cook, and he went and worked out with them. Did he even go work out with the Dolphins?
3: I thought he had taken a meeting with them, but that's what I recall seeing on X.
2: <clears throat> I think they were the favorites on the betting odds for a little there, but and the Patriots were as well. Uh, Tim, we met at a time in my life that is probably fortunate for me because had we met like a handful of years earlier, then I would have had to endure um, a Nate Caden game with you, a Sean Green run through a whole game with you. Those are things you like to remind me of sparingly, but you do from time to time. Since we have met, I, the, I don't know one time where the Jets were even competent. Uh, You would always have these bravost preseason proclamations or in the middle of horrible seasons, you'd say next year by Thanksgiving, we're going to have accomplished it. And it's never happened, nor should it have happened. This is now the time you get to experience a world with like, I don't know what, like, not to say your expectations in the past were fake, but it's a different level now.
3: I've been bumped up to first class. Um and I also appreciate I'm only gonna be there for a very short period of time. Uh for one you know, one leg of my trip. So I'm gonna really take it in because it's only gonna be a bad best a two year stretch here.
2: And, and when you Jeff, have expectations don't give him too much
3: credit
4: last year he was No, I'm not giving him credit. I'm saying like saying now when you have year.
2: expectations, Paul, the, the like he thinks the plane ride is torturous when everyone thinks you're gonna be bad, but you think you're gonna be good. And you end up being bad He thinks that's like a torturous experience From what I've gathered in the years Of doing a show with him Well, that's been the case for the Jets He's got no idea what life is like When you are freaking supposed to be amazing Everyone expects you to be amazing And there are like hiccups along the way For guys who care as much as Tim and I It is, he, like we are all going to share this journey I will support you uh, emotionally, Thank when you. you need I need it. it. Um, I will also say you like offseason MVPs. I think Aaron Rodgers won the summer from going to all those sporting events in mm-hmm. New York, from taking that pay cut where the joke is uh, maybe he's getting a half percent of the jets when he retires from Woody. That's why it's now gone to like a three-year maybe playing thing to literally holding court and telling Sean Payton to to keep your name <laughs> our names out of your mouth. He's like owning this thing. And I'm excited for you. I, I'm gonna pick the over. Um, yeah, but I don't know that they'll be better than the Dolphins or the or the Bills. Over though.
1: All right, so me, it's only me on the under with the Jets. They do seem just from a pure betting standpoint, Jeff. They have to be the most overvalued team coming into the year based on the history, and it's all just upside with them at this point. Like there's no real. Yeah way that you can kind of judge where they're accurately like mean, they're probably like eight eight and a half is probably a real one but because they're the you jets is
3: a case about the lions
2: you mean I, you're just re- reheating the argument you made about the lions well i mean so that's the thing. They're, 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 they're the
1: afc lions
2: the jets and the lions would be if there was a bet and i don't know how do you quantify the results of who will be the most disappointing team this year based on like where their expectations are the jets and the lions would be favored um and that's a compliment to what the expectations are in some respects. But it's very possible it turns into a disaster, but that will be our gain.
1: Who do you think has a better ear, the Jets or the Lions?
3: Well, I have them meeting Jets. each other in the Super Bowl. So.
1: so, Jeff, how about you? Who do you think is going to be better? The Jets. The Jets? Okay. So let's make our picks for this division. I think the Bills win the division bills win the division jumbo jets as recently as 2020 tim was still on sam darnold is better than josh allen by the way
3: sure i was and that as
1: recently as as recently as 2022 which i believe was last year that zach wilson was the best better than tua and josh allen according
3: i'm sure i'm sure i did say that
2: you said Jake Fromm was the best quarterback in Bills camp. Yeah, I saw that, was, got...
3: that was me trolling. Was it? Yes, I didn't mean that. So, <laughs> so, so, so. No. so
1: it, takes are so it, crazy. He was definitely not trolling. These are things that he is saying at the time. And then retroactively, well, it was so wrong. It had to have been a troll. I couldn't have meant that. I, yeah, I, I know what I meant.
4: Do you remember <laughs> that, Paul? I mean, you remember that pretty vividly. I mean, I feel like Tim these days just kind of says crazy things and then hopes that they work out so that he can claim even more credit. I mean, it worked out at like, for, like, Wyndham Clark at the U.S. Open. I don't even know if he necessarily believed it, but it worked out, and then now he's got credit for, like, a whole, like, like for many years to come. So I guess that's a compliment.
1: Well, it's better than this Michael Salfino tweet that says that Zach Wilson is not going to be the next Josh Allen. He's going to be way better than Josh Allen.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, I'd I'd be the first to say I've I've had a lot of wrong takes about a lot of quarterbacks. I'm not going to defend any of them.
1: Okay. But you can acknowledge them when I bring it up when you say it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't remember all the things I tweeted about Jets quarterbacks. I said a lot of stuff, but I'm sure that most of what I said was was wrong. I'm I'm, I'm not afraid to say that. So, who's what, the
2: buddy from Penn State that was supposed to be a really high draft pick? HackenCust. Uh, HackenCust.
3: Hackenkost never even got to
1: play. He hit that reporter during a preseason game or a training. Uh, game. That's yeah,
3: that's what I remember reading about. Yeah,
1: it was probably very easy. It was a first hand experience for the reporter when he got belted in the head. That was good times. Let's move on to the South. We can run through the South pretty easily. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are nine and a half to the win total. They do get Calvin Ridley, who Tim hates. By the way, this we know. Minus 195 to win the division is a bit steep, or to make the playoffs, sorry. Minus 155 to win the division. 14 to 1 to win the conference. 30 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. The only reason that they made the playoffs last year is because Tennessee fell off a cliff. I like the Jags. I just don't think this is a good division. I'm going
3: to take the under of 9.5, Tim. Okay, I disagree with you. It's the worst division, and they have by far the best quarterback who proved himself last year, who played very well down the stretch and had the Chiefs on the ropes. They missed one or two throws in that divisional game where they could easily have beaten Kansas City. Um, they really proved themselves so the second half of last year, a team that sort of they sputtered out of the gates. I think they lost to the Texans like week two, week three. Like they had some growing pangs, but then they hit their stride and they showed real progress. And I think this team is pretty talented. I believe in their quarterback. He's proven himself now, and I don't. I don't really like the Titans or the Texans, and I think the Colts are the the big X factor in the division. And we'll get into that later. But I just look at it, and I think the Jags actually have a very easy schedule, a very easy path, and I like them to go over this number.
1: Okay, so the over on the nine and a half. Jeff, where are you at?
2: I don't know how good they actually are, and they're not as good as they should be because it seems like they made no effort to take care of their defense this offseason, their defensive line. I don't even believe they draft anyone on defense for like the first two days. Um, but they're, they will win 10 games by almost default, I feel. Um, I like the over, but I'm lukewarm. And if the situation that I feel you're about to present comes to fruition, I'm not shocked.
1: Okay, we'll move to the Titans then. Uh, the Titans' win total is seven and a half, so two lower than the Jags. Plus two ten to make the playoffs. Plus three fifty to win the division. Fifty to one to win the conference. Eighty to one in the Super Bowl. No one really cares about that. They're they're not doing these things. But I just don't understand what's so different about the Titans this year than from a year ago i mean they've added deandre hopkins that's pretty good you know after they had lost a.j brown the year before and that was a real hole that they had on offense they had no one who could go down the field and make a play now you move Traylon burks to the number two when he eventually plays okongos in another year that they finally have a tight end who looks like he's all right in Tannehill's fine no the patriots just waved bailey Zappi, Tim.
2: You've got a really wow. shitty camp. That's that weird. Pretty... I was about to say
3: something about Bailey Zappi and our Patriots thing, and I held off. I forgot to say something, but I didn't. Oh, it's yeah, It's weird where he curse. was,
2: where the fan base was on him last year, but apparently his camp had been atrocious. Well, well their backup
3: QB is so good. Yeah, Malik
1: Cunningham up from third to second by the time a... Uh... The show ends. I just, the, the Titans are, I feel like they're just going to grind. I mean, their defense isn't good, but they'll somehow find ways to generate pressure, to create turnovers. And Jeff, as we've been kind of pointing out for weeks now, like Vrabel's just a really good coach. It's just the same reason that I think Tim and I both took the over on the Giants and the NFC shows. that I think that Dayball's a good coach. I think that Vrabel is a good coach. He will get the most out of this team in a bad division. Like if they can split with the Jags this year, and just sweep the other teams in this division, I mean, is Derrick Henry washed? I don't think so, that Derrick Henry can just go back to being the guy who gets 350 carries and just runs train over people. You ask Tannehill not to turn it over, or at least just chuck it up to DeAndre Hopkins to see if he can make a play. Could it be the end of the cliff for a lot of these guys, Tannehill, Henry, and Hopkins? Sure, and they could be absolutely putrid. But until that happens with the Titans... I'm just going to think they're going to be consistently mediocre. They don't even have to go to 500 to get this win total. So I like the Titans a lot here.
2: Pat, so yeah, I have lost a lot of money picking on or trying to take advantage of Mike Vrabel Titans teams. Like I own that. I think I own that every week when we do the shows, all these last handful of years. People are just so out on that. Like they're so tired of them people thought that the rebuild should have probably already started in some respects, or even on like a bigger level being Tannehill or, or uh Byard or, or Derek Henry, but the, the, they're bringing it all back. They're one last dance, but yeah, you're right. The NFL fan, the NFL better as a whole. Uh, they've completely just like forgotten. They don't care. People wanted nothing to do with the Titans. Didn't respect them when they won 13 games. So when they come in after a season like last year, and now people are just so, like, get on with revamp like get on with turning over your program. There's, there's not much there, but I do expect Burks to be freaking awesome this Why? year. I'm really excited about that.
1: He, he may not play week one, by the way, if you're looking for him in fantasy.
2: Yeah, I know. He's maybe I'm just saying that because I kept him in my keeper. I know he's a little banged up for. Got to like put the caveat in there. Uh, the Own coin them, keeping them cheap. The coin uh, is going am, under. What is the number that we're playing on?
1: Seven and a half at DraftKings Sportsbook.
2: I, I, I'm under. I've never picked over on them ever, so I'm not going to start now when they're supposed to be bad.
3: Tim, they burned me last year to hell with them. Under, <laughs> you picked them. To yeah, go that's Super Bowl, analysis. <laughs> yeah, hell with them. Yeah. They didn't get any better. They are well coached, they do have some pieces on defense. I don't think Hopkins matters all that much. He's kind of well on the other side of thirty. Henry is closer to being done than not being done. Uh, Many people could tackle him now. You might say, "Could you?" Uh, I stand by what I said. Yes. Uh, So anyway, I just don't don't have any excitement for this team. I think they go under.
1: Oh, I agree with you. There is no excitement for this team they might be the most boring team i really like them week one too i might just lose i don't they're already down they were three and a half now they're down to three other people are seeing what i'm seeing not trusting the saints
3: great make the saints short home favorites in the superdome week one get their new orleans gets up 10 nothing the game's over
1: i see i don't know maybe that could be different this year with hopkins
3: Oh, really? Sounds like the main screen game in a couple of weeks, is it?
1: It does. I mean, I do remember a certain person who was, like, begging for Hopkins to go to the Jets, I like, six weeks ago.
3: Be a good complimentary receiver.
1: <laughs> not your number one guy. Well, maybe he's not the number one. Maybe he's a compliment to Burks. yeah, we'll see. All right. So, I'm the only one going over on the Titans at seven and a half. Indy is up next. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, obviously going to start, miss the first four games at least this season. Anthony Richardson comes into the year as the starter. I'm pretty pumped about Anthony Richardson for fantasy purposes, but I don't know how good he's going to be in real life. The team is, I don't know. a Six and a half seems like a lot of wins for both the Texans and the Colts, Jeff. And I think the division is bad, but I'll say... Under six and a half, like I have no real takes. Like I can see them being terrible, but it just something about
2: this win total freaks me out because it shouldn't be this high, should it? It probably shouldn't be this high, but you know, while there's been some very key turnover on the roster, like quarterback, it is still like the majority of of players. That were, um, you know, that were supposed to play key roles for them last year. That all those receivers are kind of of back. The offensive line has obviously gone a lot of change. But Darius Lender never felt healthy last year. And and who's the uh, is it Rucker that they brought over from San Fran a few years ago? I mean, it still seems like a lot of guys that were expected to win the division last year. I like the coaching staff. I like the direction. I'm still with you, Pat, though. I'm going to pick under. I don't see a 7-10 and season, despite lots of fun and excitement with Richardson.
1: It kind of reminds me if Richardson's – I mean, Richardson could be absolutely terrible at the same time, so we don't know that. But the first two years of Josh Allen, Tim, before they got Stephen Diggs, and he just had no one to throw to, I mean, they even got rid of your guy Paris Campbell, so that's going to be tough for him.
3: He does. You do miss having him. He's a good player. I want to take the over, so I'm going to. I'd like to stay here and uh, make myself the uh, the mayor of of Anthony Richardson Town. I'm a fan of what he's doing. I think he's a good. I think he's going to be really good. I, I I'm here to to support him. I, I liked the pick when the Colts made it. I think he's a game changer. I like that they're starting him right away because they don't really have any other options. And I think he's going to be electric right out of the gate. Um, I'm really looking at that, that Jaguars-Colts game week one. I think it's actually, for, for a lot of reasons, it's actually going to be an interesting and fun game. Usually that game is an awful game. I think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I think the Colts in a bad division are going to be able to overcome some of these uh, bad players that they have because I think Richardson's going to be awesome. I, I want to be uh, the the president of the Richardson fan club here. I, I really like, I like him. I'm going to support him. I like this team. And what I- I've seen, it looks like he, he can play. Yeah, I I would agree with you. I think we might. He looks like Josh Allen, right? He the way he plays reminds me of Josh Allen, except I think he's a little more responsible with the ball. I don't know
2: about that. You have no idea what he is with the ball.
3: (laughs) Well, from what you can look, I watch tape. (laughs) I don't think he's as reckless with the ball as Josh Allen.
2: I love, I love him too. I think all football fans were like foaming at the mouth. So then (laughs) let's get behind them in a bad division. How can this not be? This can be just like
3: when Indianapolis got Matt Ryan, or and or sorry, got Andrew Luck. Uh, he can be and went to the playoffs immediately. Why can't they do that? It's a bad division. Why can't they do that team?
2: No, not in this AFC playoffs immediately. No, yeah, but you have
3: a division spot. Even though I like the Jaguars and I'm picking the Jaguars to win the division, like well, it only takes the Jags one or two missteps, or to lose this early game against the, the the Colts and they're behind the eight ball and the the Indy starts wrapping up some stuff. Playing indoors, I like you. You like Steichen. I like Steichen. They have I, I, no.
2: Their secondary could suck.
3: Oh yeah, they can't win games against really good teams. But what they can do, I think, is compete and win games against middle to bad teams. I and I'm whatever man. I'm just I, I'm there's something. I, about I,
2: I feel team. like six and ten. The number at six and a half. I yeah. If they, if they have more fun than I'm expecting, and you can victory lap their five hundred season. I didn't think I didn't eight wins on them. I think they had eight wins in them. Yes, eight and nine. That would Solid. be well. That's a comfortable over. If they go eight and nine this year, and he looks amazing, next off season no. is just going to be all Colts. Sure, hype. with good cause. Let's I go. Agree. Let's let's let's. It's fun to support. It's Richardson too bad the- that Taylor isn't there because that I would know. be so much fun. The read option. Yeah, better without uh, him. Probably uh, better uh, without that's, him. That's that's read what I heard. create. Well, you're right. I mean. It creates very predictable defensive fronts, exactly. and those basketball team of receivers should be should be a thrill to watch. Well, I can't wait.
1: Well, they're not a basketball team of wide receivers; they're a basketball team of tight ends. They have like Mo Alleycox and Jelani Woods. You can just throw it up to them. But like with Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce on the team, like I don't know. Uh, I think he's going to be. I think he's gonna be awesome in fantasy, but well. It's,
2: if he's awesome, like Tim said, like, uh, I mean, first, called it first, like, said shotgun, so you don't get to take any, you don't get to say anything. We just I mean, have to acknowledge Tim called well, it.
1: Well, it's going to be fine when I end up him with him in our fantasy league rather than Tim, because Tim's like, well, I didn't think he was going to be that good. And then he'll be like, I didn't get him in the last <laughs> round. He won't, like, spend any sort of pick on him like I will. But, like, I don't know, he could be electric like Justin Fields was electric last year. And they still ended up with the worst record in the league. Like, I do worry about the defense. The offensive line is good. And the sack, I mean, his sack avoidance was a little bit better than someone like Justin Fields. If he can get some protection, I mean, we can really see him unleash. So I do think Tim's right that that is there. just seems like a lot really early. Uh, Maybe, like, are they going to sweep the Texans? And we'll get to the Texans right now. Like, that has to be step one for them to hit this over,
3: I think. But the Texans, Tim, their win total is six and a half, too. That, to me, is mind-boggling. That's the confusing one. That's the one that's way too high, not Indianapolis's. Unless you're just of the belief that Stroud is unstoppable. I mean, the Texans thought that Stroud was better than Richardson. They did. They also thought that Will Anderson was better than than him too by taking him for i I don't know
1: well i mean i I don't know about that i don't think they were going to draft they were going to trade up to number three to draft two quarterbacks back to back
3: (laughs) no said they traded up to number three to take a defensive end one of the worst trades in football history (laughs) the guy hasn't played a snap yet might even go to the hall of fame could still be one of the worst trades in nfl history what the the value that they gave up for that pick like he, he basically has to be like an all time defensive end for it to have a chance of being even like remotely not the worst trade. Would
2: you say that trade is the biggest brick in Arizona's ability to go full tank, probably, right?
3: Yeah, I would say so. It hurts. It definitely hurts. I don't like this Texans team. I don't like anything about it other than I like D'Amico Ryan's.
1: That could help. I mean it's a bad division. And if the let's say the Colts aren't
3: great and like they're a bad
1: team. Like, could the Texans beat them twice just because D'Amico Ryan's builds up a really good defense?
3: Sure. Any of the AFC South teams could beat each other. But the question is, to get them to seven wins, you need to start finding probably three out-of-division wins to get you home. And I submit to you, I don't see any way to get them to three out-of-division wins.
1: Oh, I don't know. They play the NFC South, don't they? Yes. The, the NFC South could be a worse division.
3: I don't think so. Like there's you, at least equivalent. You Sure, then I would, would say. All but if, those if, games, if, if like,
1: no, you don't give them all those games, but like Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa, and Carolina, they could win two of those games, right? And let's say they go two and four in the division. Now we're up to four. What else do we have to do to get them there? They have the Jets, although you said that was a win for the Jets. Who knows how it's going to go? They play Arizona. That should be a win. So there's five. Now we need yeah, to find. equivalently terrible teams. What's I'm that? I'm not so sure Arizona and Houston are that different. You might be right. Yeah, it Wolf's is. its God awful. Like, look, looking at it, even if you do that, you give them, let's say we give them three. Totally disagree. Three division wins, two wins against the NFC South to five, and they beat Arizona that six. We still need to find another win somewhere else, and that's, I mean, is it going to be Baltimore or in week one? I mean, that's probably the best time to play Baltimore is week one. I don't two. know.
3: They're going to lose 36 to three in week one, and you're going to be sitting here thinking, I bet them to get seven wins this season. What is wrong with me? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. I'm
1: trying games. to talk myself into it here to find that other win, and it's tough. Like it would have to be yeah. Week One against Baltimore, unless they they knock off Pittsburgh or Cleveland. I guess Cleveland. Who knows? They could be terrible. Yeah.
3: They probably will
1: be. So yeah, then I mean, you to my,
2: my expectations are so low. Sorry. What what would be a success there this year? My expectations are so low. Like getting outside of the top five in next year's draft even though they don't own the pick would be i feel like a win like just getting out of the basement for this team would be a win uh this is also the team that took stingley over sauce so Mm -hmm. i don't know what they do over there
3: it's fair yeah stroud better look good that's all that's the only way that this season is positive for them stroud better look good
2: but like a lot of football fans, like I'm, I like D'Amico. He seems like a guy care. that we've wanted to root for. Has been easy to root for. Um, so that I hope they get out of the basement.
1: The coin believes in CJ Stroud. The coin is going over. The rest of us will
3: be going under. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm going under. All yeah,
1: right. let's make some picks for that division. I'll take Tennessee.
3: Jacksonville.
1: Jacksonville. Jacksonville and Jacksonville for you two. That brings us to the midway point of the show, which means it's time for a mini version of.
0: Cascona? Corner. Cascona, Corner, it's Cascona. Corner. Cascona, Corner, it's Cascona. he has got the hottest stakes with the highest stakes. It should be President of the United States, but it's Cascona, it's Cascona. Cause corner
3: <laughs> People need to stop telling me I need to put my cards into my phone, okay? Look, I have one of those wallet phone things <laughs> where my cards are adjacent to my phone. It is no faster for me to open up my phone, open up the app, pull up the card, and scan it than it is for me to use my real card. uh it's it's technology for the most part for me that doesn't make my life any more efficient, any faster. I, I think it, it, a lot of it is done for peacocky reasons so that people can see me using my phone to tap a payment rather than use the card. Like, if it works for you, great. But I carry a phone case that has a wallet attached to it. It works perfectly for me. I don't need to blend those two things. I'm doing all right. Jeff, do you know what he's talking about?
1: Like, the, the phone case that also has all the cards in it?
2: Yeah, so it, I have one of... It, I have a phone case where, when I pull the back up, I can put a couple cards in. Oh no, are referring to—we're we're, we're,
1: we're not talking about a couple cards. We're talking about an entire. Basically, his phone is in his wallet, and his wallet looks like my grandmother's
3: wallet. <laughs> I have all but, my cards. I have all, like several. But are of my you cards. talking
2: about people? You're anti people who scan their cards for payment. I'm not, not anti
3: people. No, I'm not anti people doing that. I'm anti people telling me I need to do that. And it would. I don't need to do it carry it's no,
0: around because so it's much. no
3: more convenient for me. That's why. Well, it's
2: more convenient. Why do you carry you do around so much? Yeah.
3: Because I want to have all my cards at hand. I need to have. My, <laughs> the, I want it all in one small, compact place to have a spot for my driver. Well, if, license if you want everything, oh, hold on. If you CAA want everything
1: card. in a small, compact place that's easy to carry around, wouldn't it make more sense to put them all on your phone? Some of them you can't
3: put on your phone. Which ones?
2: Like your so subway gift card. I can't what put my driver's license
3: about? on my phone. I think that you can actually. I don't think you can. I've never it. seen it. I, if, if you don't have it, it can't be, then, I'm, then it doesn't exist. So I just leave
2: my it. driver's license in my car.
3: That yeah. seems like a bad idea. That's where I keep mine too. Because what if you have to switch cars or any number? You should have it on you. You should nope. have your ID on you. Nope. I believe.
1: I don't get ID'd for
3: anything. I'm old. It's just a good idea to have your ID on. Anyway, it's, and the, I have the, my cards, the payments it's are fast. The payments are
1: faster, and we weren't trying to tell you to put, you know, put all your cards on, like your health card or whatever it might be. It's just like the amount of debit cards and credit cards that you carry around. It's Just easier to put them on your phone. It's just as easy to have them right next to my phone. It's actually not, because then you have to take the card out to either put it in or put in the tap with the phone. You just go click, click, boom. With my card, I go beep. It's done. No, you don't. You actually what's have to, the most you actually useless card? You're walking you around have to pull with. out your phone to get to your card. Take your card out and then pull it out and tap it. And the tap on the card, it doesn't really work all that well a lot of the time on the phone. Boom, high intensity, and it's just a double click. Boom. You don't even have to open up an app.
3: The most useless card, like the card I use the least. Yeah, like, why would do you carry probably your- be my? My CAA card. Why don't you, I use my Costco card a lot. Why don't you leave? You can put your Costco card on your phone. That's not a problem. Uh, why don't
2: you put your Costco, Costco card in your car?
3: And your CAA card friends. in your car.
2: No, I want them on my person.
3: On, in your purse? No, on my person in case I'm away from my car. You can still use CAA for discounts like, are, and stuff. Do
2: you still have your Blockbuster card? What's going on?
3: No, I don't. I got rid of a lot of my cards. I just have the essentials now. I have like nine or ten cards in my <laughs> wallet. Those are the just essentials. Nine or ten. Nine or ten. And it, it, Tim doesn't have multiple credit cards. No, I don't. I carry my essentials. I have the card that has my sin number on it. Why do I you have that? My, Why do you have that? Card? I carry my Costco Why? card so it doesn't get lost. I carry my Costco. No, card. you keep that. I at carry. Home. My wouldn't that my be a card? If you don't want to, hold on. If you don't, if you don't want to, if you, don't card, if you, don't if you don't, have your birth certificate. No, not my version Why do you have I your sin have that. card on you? Why wouldn't you leave that at because home? Because it's a plastic. It's a plastic card. I don't. I, I want to make sure it's on me and it's safe when it's with me.
2: That's the most dangerous thing to carry around to me. Leave that at home. Why well, keep it on my person? Well, you can. You what?
1: can. You can lose your phone. You can, you can, you can apply lose your, for your wallet. A job.
3: <laughs> well, I've never lost my phone. You could though. You.
1: You
2: know where you wouldn't lose it? At home. Do you keep your sin on you in case you end up at the bingo hall and you want to apply for a job?
3: No, but you... Ugh, no, I don't <laughs> think that works like that. Man, that, that would be such a glamorous life, too. But anyway, I carry all my essential... It would be. None you of know, these are essential. Jeff was... Jeff was talking about the other day about the he was at the CNE again. I was jealous as all get out. You also he was th- living this glamorous life. You also thought that the CNE was glamorous, like a high class it's affair, not tiff. the lowest it's place on earth. Tiff, it's TIFF without the movies.
2: That
3: is <laughs>
2: gobsmacking, a gobsmack worthy comment. Like, well, you go I'm, on about
3: all the delicious types of food and stuff like that, and the delicious type of food. It's like.
2: It's like deep fried Mars bars and yeah. like fair foods.
3: But yet you're upset at the people who go to Subway there? Like you said, I,
2: I think the people who go to like go to your state fair and get in line for a Subway sandwich are the weirdest people.
1: I see now. See, I can talk, I can talk myself into that one. Mainly because, I mean, one of the main reasons to go to these things would be, like, to bring my kids to go to the fair, whatever it might be. Maybe I'm not in the mood for cotton candy and deep fried Mars bars. Or maybe I've just, like, had one of those earlier, like, the worst thing possible for me. And all the subway's, like, not great. It's, like, the only thing that's green in the entire place.
2: I guess. But then I see this family eating le box orange, which is pizza pizza, orange box. Nice. What's the matter with these people?
1: Yeah, I, I, don't I'm jealous. Get, I don't get going to a chain food store. I, like Subway would be the only one if it was the only like
2: respectably right. healthy thing like, around. You're right. Like if you are like a Tom Brady sort of mindset guy, you're at the fair, you took your kids, you're not packing your own lunch. You'll just eat Subway. You'll suck that up. Uh, okay, maybe it's not as weird, but it's still weird. To I don't know. It's just like yeah, come on. He,
1: he, I like, mean, listen, I wouldn't do it either. I I'd suck it up and anyway, I'm at the fair once, not going every day. But to compare it to TIFF is like, you know, your state fair is the same class level as like the Cannes
3: Film Festival. CNE is a the Canadian National Exhibition is a national iconic event.
4: So it is known
3: sta- coast sta- to coast. I don't know about that. It is Canada's National Exhibition. I mean, it's one of the few things Toronto really does at the national thing for. Is this CNE? It is a big deal. They have all those. It's suits, a carny. They have those...
2: It's a carny fest, it's, it's and you're quite a glamorous a high thing. class.
3: Like it is kind of it is classy, isn't it? No, we went. We went to it. Do you remember this? We went to a makeshift casino, and I get a- and, why And, that and how
1: how high class was that casino?
3: The casino wasn't, but it was also a temporary makeshift casino. I, no, I, I, I don't think it's fair to judge the whole CNE on that.
1: You would think. That if it was a high-class affair, and there was a casino portion of it, that the casino wouldn't be the world's lowest casino.
2: Wasn't there like, a shooting at nighttime a couple like last year? at this? The dregs of society go to this as well.
3: You're not getting that at TIFF, Tim. I mean, people travel from all over Canada to go to see any. Like people, I don't
2: know how what they're doing. No, and Paul, like when Paul said. Like Paul five. said. Paul said no. Jeff said no, and I said no. Oh, okay, so well, I can I say for no. a fact
3: that it's true. Who? because like, we you know five. one person no, who didn't. Someone we went on is... a family vacation when I was like four or five to the CNE. Were you in? We... Were you on vacation in Toronto and you went to the no, CNE? But we you... specifically went to Toronto to go to the CNE. This explains a lot.
4: That sounds like the worst <laughs> vacation ever. <laughs> And like what I remember go to of Toronto, it, it was really like fun. It was, like if you're it re- was, it travel, was really wanted fun. You want to go on rides, you want to stay in Canada. Okay, I could see you going to Wonderland. Go into the CNE. It's just like, just wait for the state fair to come to your city. That's all it is.
2: It's a very, I mean, obviously, like you have different perceptions. I had, like, when I was a kid, it didn't seem as low as like grungy as it is now, but thing, I probably wouldn't have noticed because my dad's, I went every year my whole life like with my dad and stuff. Um, I don't know. That shocks me to know people would actually travel to go to, to, to ride a grungy carny ride.
3: Yeah, I remember there being cool carnival rides and food, and I just remember it being fun. But you were also five years old, you said. You're right, what, I was. What wasn't fun
1: besides going to bed when you were five years old?
3: <laughs> I suppose, but it's like a cultural, it is a cultural icon. It is a very, very well-known national thing.
2: But would you and, say like uh, the Texas state fair is a fancy place?
3: I've never been. I suspect it probably is sort of a glamorous affair.
1: Like, okay, well, put it this way. I want to, I would say that the, yeah, the Calgary stampede in Canadian terms is much bigger than the CNE in terms of notoriety. I can tell you as someone who went this year, not a classy affair.
2: I would love to go to some Midwest, like the so, a Wisconsin State Fair, would be incredible. And I would,
1: and I'm saying that as I had a great time when I was there. But Tim to compare it to an international movie festival is
3: kind of outrageous. <laughs> Paul, well, I stand by it. I think I think that is cool. That that's not what you said. You said it was glamorous, just like TIFF. It is kind of glamorous. It no, is kind
4: of glamorous. it is is the opposite of glamorous. No, the opposite of <laughs> Paul, yes. I one time went to the second largest gun show in southwestern Florida. I would put it on like the same bar as the CNE basically. Mm. It
2: was in Fort Myers. That was probably a scene. Did what you get- did you get to eat, Jeff? Uh no, just nothing too fancy for me. Um
3: but there were fancy selections. Which was my point. Yeah,
2: they're like that. Crazy. There's always those crazy things if you want to get. Yeah, uh, there. There'd
1: be like a chocolate bar deep fried with bait with syrup and bacon attached to it. It's like just the world's worst stuff. It's all just deep fried
2: shit. Yeah. Like I got a <laughs> Philly cheesesteak. I was happy to get that. With many places like that in in the city, and then you know, eat carnival food with with the kids. Mini donuts, slushies, all the waffle ice cream sandwich, all the goods. I yeah. know, fair Fair. Fair day.
1: So it's it's not fancy food, it's fancy gas station food. I support that. Sure, but that's not glamorous or, or actually fancy. You're not gonna get your favorite
3: uh, wagyu there. No, okay, but maybe even maybe then glamorous is the, the wrong word, but it's sort of like cultural and neat and you know impressive. Impressive. It is a Canadian landmark. It yeah. is. It's a landmark. It's an institution in this country. But people not... travel to come visit the CNE. But it's the well, opposite of besides like, or are... I guarantee people from all over southwestern Ontario flock to the CNE.
2: Ontario, key word there. Well, but there's a,
3: there's a huge population in Ontario. Well, they live an hour
2: away. I, see I get George why someone from away. Oshawa not... would drive to the CNE.
3: Yeah, or like someone who lives in, you know, Chatham, Kent. Or, so, you so know, they, somewhere they, in the so, yeah, a Bible
1: Belt. Yeah, you could drive 90 minutes to get there. You drove 23 hours.
3: <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> okay. I remember it distinctly. Anyway. We, we, the... we went to Harvey's for breakfast every day. It was lovely. <laughs> what, did you go to the Hooker Harvey's by my old place? I have no idea. I think it was on Yonge Street. It's, a, it's the longest street. street in Canada. <laughs> yeah, Maybe
1: the world. Is it the longest street in the world? It may I think be. It got surpassed
3: recently or something. Oh, because that, that's, to... not,
1: that's not helping me out when you say it was on Young Street. No, <laughs>
3: yeah, that's what I remember. Kind
1: of was young at the time. Kind of goes forever. Anyway, back to the wallet thing. Here's the reason. I, I don't know if this is the reason. I mean, Tim was getting made fun of for his like phone purse that he had, but we it's had a, nice. We had another friend who on three. Separate occasions, forgot his credit card in his room, and it was brought up by everyone for him just to put his card on his phone, which he always had on him. Now, maybe he was doing nefarious things and he was looking for an excuse to get away from the table. That's plausible, but he's also an idiot, so, but he's not a tech. He's not a technology idiot. He's just a general moron. But after being told about it a bunch of times, he still never did it. But it seems like if he was constantly forgetting your credit card, it would be a great thing to have on your person so you wouldn't have to walk around. He's not a big fan of walking. I can tell you that much.
2: Do you suspect, Tim, will? this will be something else that Tim, in a couple weeks, months, is a huge fan of, proponent of, like loves? lightening his card load by two or three from nine to six by putting them on his phone?
1: Well, the biggest thing is, I mean, do you need to have your license on you at all time? I mean, according to Tim, you do. Do you need to have your social insurance number on you at all times? I don't think you do. Apparently, Tim thinks you do. Keeping your CAA card in your car makes the most logical sense to me because that's when you would probably end up using it. So most of the time, I like having all the cards on my phone mainly because then I just have to bring my phone with me.
2: Great. and Tim, yeah, he, I agree. I, Timmy, you I put them all on your watch. What are these other cards? Like, Tim's only mentioned a few, and I'm telling you, Tim, under 2% of people would carry their social with them.
1: That seems
3: high. Right? I don't know. I, I I really don't know.
4: Paul? I don't know if I should say this publicly, but I lost my social <laughs> insurance card about 20 years ago. <laughs> like, when I was in college, and I... Every single time I've had like a job interview or whatever, I've just, I know the number. So I brought up the number and nobody's ever, I've been like, oh, I forgot the card and uh, it's, it's worked out. So no
1: one's out there stealing your identity?
4: <laughs> Maybe somebody did 20 years ago. I haven't had anything like catch up with me about it, but like, like, I haven't social had the actual insur- physical card in 20 years.
2: Your social insurance should be in a safe place in your house. Like you should not be walking around with that.
3: I mean, Melvin Gordon was. Melvin Gordon was. That is true. He also got
1: cut today by the Baltimore Ravens.
2: Oh Melvin Gordon was.
1: So I suppose we should move on to the AFC West, which means Kansas City Whoa. is up first. 11.5 wins, minus 450 to make the playoffs, but only minus 165 to win the division. Their odds to win the West are the same as Jacksonville's odds to win the South. Plus 330 to win the conference, 6-1 to one to win the division. I think we sit here every year. They did not go first, spoiler alert, to Tim in the win totals draft. So I'm guessing you think this is an under, Tim.
3: I do think it's an under. I think this is a wild card team this year. I don't think they made any improvements to the team. And, you know, Chris Jones, big up in question as to how many games he's going to play. They obviously have the best quarterback, which covers up for a lot of things, but their receivers are people you've never heard of. And they have Kelsey. Kelsey's fantastic. He's amazing. But they've got Kelsey and they've got Mahomes and they got, they've got they lost enemy We're going to see just to what degree Eric enemy the role he played in keeping that offense running, whether it was all Andy Reid or him. I don't know. I, I kind of like enemy So we'll see. We will see. I just, I, I, the, the AFC West and the AFC in general, is strong and i think the chiefs maybe regress a little bit that's my prediction that they win 10 games and they go under this number i like that they win 11 games and go under this number so
1: you don't like saying like teams are going to be bad like well, when you've been taking these oh, we're on... going to
3: get we're going to get to one in this division that's going to be bad very bad <laughs> they might they,
1: they might be on the thumbnail for this show already
3: they're very very bad we'll get to them but this is not one of them. The Chiefs are, are, are a wild card team. When was and a the, dangerous one. Who, who could totally win the Super Bowl from there? Really? You think that the Chiefs would be a potential Super could Bowl Could win the Super th- Bowl. Of course they could. They you, have you, you, Really? You think that they could be a Super
2: Bowl threat if they make the playoffs? Chef, did you know that? I, I mean, I don't hate the Chiefs in a way. Maybe I should for like a team that dominates the division. Um, I'm aware of their Super Bowl threat. I, as much as I was so excited for what the Chargers could do last year, all of our fans in Chiefs Kingdom know I didn't count them out for a second. And they showed last year that it doesn't really matter. QB1 will line up. They will be fine. To Tim's point, like how many times can you maybe get away with something? They're trying to get away with a lot. Thin wide receiver room. Uh, the Chris Jones, they, they made a trade today for Farrell from the Raiders for a six-round pick. They don't make that trade, Pat, unless they know Chris Jones is not going to play at least two, maybe three games. A Minahue with the suspension and now the the Sneed injury. So, like, I could create this mind scenario where there's this path where they aren't what they, sh- what, what, um, they aren't what we think or, or something, or they'll take the step back, but I have to see it to believe it. Over. It's not even a question. They'll figure it out.
1: When do you think the last time the Chiefs didn't hit this over was?
2: They were hitting it in the Alex Smith years, too, so I don't, I don't know. Brody Croyle?
1: wonder when that was yeah 2016 it was actually 2017 the last alex smith year they won 10 games that season and lost in the wild card round so every mahomes year has been over this number 12 12 14 12 14 i'm just gonna keep riding it and like you say they're not better than last year maybe they're not maybe they're the same as last year but all the buzz was kansas city is so much worse and Turns out all that money that they let go with Tyreek Hill and some of the defense they just used to shore up the offensive line, which they still have, they're going to protect Patrick Mahomes, they have Kelsey, and then I don't really think it matters the other guys that they have. With time, Mahomes will just figure it out.
2: With time, he will figure it out, and we always notice, like, firstly, they score, like, 35 points a week one. Like, any time you think they might not be who they are, They'll let you know right away, week one, they're exactly who you don't want them to be or who we remember them to be, whichever narrative you tried to create. They're going to have their
3: hands full week one. They got their hands full. Whatever.
2: They might lose 38-35. They're still going to put the number up. Like, I don't doubt that. Maybe the lot, like, sure, I look forward to debating week one, your Super Bowl team versus the Chiefs next week. Do I hope to hell that Dan Campbell walks out with a win? have so freaking lootly i'm not believing that to be possible also on defense there might not be a team in the league who has um like just put in young players and seen them succeed at really high levels their ability to develop players i guess is the right word with spagnola there has been as important as anything outside of mahomes that has gone on within that organization i do hope though Sorry, I I
1: just just on that point before you move on. Do you think it's actually that these guys are actually good defensively? They're developing great defensive players or is it a scheme in a system that says, hey, why don't you be as aggressive as possible? Because we know our offense can still score.
2: Okay, that is very possible. How does like a sixth round rookie Jalen Watson pick Herbert off at the goal line and then go the other way? Card loft it like um, th- th- they just bolt in card It doesn't matter. They they seem to have a train. They had so many secondary injuries, but you're right. Be hyper-aggressive. We'll make up for it along the way. That's probably a fair point. As a fan of a team in the division, all I can hope for, all I can hope for is like this Chris Jones situation um, fractures the culture in some way. And what I mean by that, and this is just me like shooting for a star, like a hope and a prayer. It's like you have Patrick Mahomes exponentially underpaid you have Travis Kelsey exponentially underpaid why are those guys taking less money if there isn't money to secure like the best war defensive lineman not named Aaron Donald because it's like, to spend on the offensive line okay. and they have spent there with 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 Tooney and and they've done a lot they they have done a lot despite um buddy leaving this year and okay, yep, that's a fair counter. But I would say if I'm Mahomes and I'm Kelsey, like I'm taking less money, why can't we pay this guy?
1: I didn't know that Jackson Mahomes had a felony case against him. Yes, you did. I didn't know that. <laughs>
2: Come on he he's a he's a real piece of work. I mean, I don't want get I, into it. I know you I, like to fanboy over him sometimes.
1: I do I mean uh, what well, I, I only see him like once a year like whenever the Super Bowl comes around he's doing a jig or something like that. I don't like let my entire life be dictated by being triggered over Patrick Mahomes' brother. I can I know people know, who are so do I not, I don't go I don't go of out people. of my way to go seek him out therefore I don't see him.
2: No, I'm not one of those people, but I acknowledge he seems like a a low-grade human, um, but whatever. And now I feel like he's going to be completely pushed into the background. He wasn't even in that documentary show. Like, no, you're done, buddy. Was it, so was at least maybe they finally got a rain on him and get him out of here. Was that show any good? I didn't watch it, Pat, because I felt that I would feel the same about that show than I did about the golf show. Which is like knowing this stuff is my lifestyle. Like I'm not learning anything. I'm not learning anything new here, and I don't care about Patrick Mahomes' day at the fair. Okay.
1: Jet uh, Tim, did you watch the Jets Hard knocks? You didn't, did you?
2: No, I didn't because we don't get that
3: on our HBO here.
2: I could have sent you some YouTube links. I think, like, yeah. thought you would have found a way. Interesting. Okay.
1: Let's move on to the Los Angeles Chargers. They're a team in this division, I hear. Nine and a half wins is their over under. Same as Jacksonville. To make the playoffs, minus 125, plus 290 to win the division at DraftKings Sportsbook. 12 to 1 to win the conference. 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Tim was out on this team, but it sounds like you've been roped back in.
2: Go ahead, Molly. You, Tim. I, I threw it to you. Well, Tim. like, it's just,
3: it's, it's I think this team is amazing oh. I'm not even gonna lie, like I said, if you went into a laboratory and you built a football team that was a, like a perfect team on paper, uh this is kind of what you'd come up with. You remember when
2: we had the playoff game versus the Patriots four years ago and you said the ten best players on the field were chargers and we lost by like forty i
3: yeah, but you know what I stand by that that was a that was an <laughs> aberrational game. I stand by the statement. I think it was right, then. I still think it's right. The only thing that keeps the chart there are two things that keeps the Chargers from hitting the the, the the heights. They sound like Bugs Bunny. Oh, what heights will hit? Uh, but there's two things. One is injuries, and the second is their head coach. Those are, those are their two limitations. Um, if they can overcome bo- bo- both of them, they could win the Super Bowl. If they overcome one of them, they're a top three or four team in the AFC. If they can overcome neither of them, they're going to crash out. So I'm of the I'm going over with them. I think they're going to have a special season. We'll see when we get into the playoffs what happens. You know that I think the coaching sooner or later will end up being what costs them as much as injuries. But you know they have a top three or four quarterback. They have receivers who, when healthy, have been 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 sterling. They have Eckler, who's the most exciting running back in the in the AFC probably. Uh, they have Bosa, who, when he bothers to play, is a game changer. They have James when he's not being suspended or when he plays, is a game changer. So never been suspended. Wasn't he suspended? No, I thought he was. I, no. okay then i then I take that back. I just thought he was for his multiple head huntings. Maybe he hadn't been. Uh, anyway, this is a really, really super talented team. I look at their schedule. I see a launch pad for them. And I'm very excited. I'm hopeful. I think this is going to be a year of, of a lot of enthusiasm on our show. Jeff and I have, for different reasons, a lot to be excited about. I am excited for this Chargers team, and I will be an emotional support person for Jeff as he tries to, like, get back on that horse and ride that stallion again. But I like, would someone correct me where I'm wrong? I think everything that I've said is totally correct. The coaching and the injuries are the only thing that can keep this team from the heights of the height. Jeffrey, would you
1: like to tell us how you feel about the Chargers' 9.5 wins?
2: So it was a long road to here, but I am, like, bursting at the seams. And that was probably easily predictable, but my journey to this point was was best for me. It's It's the path I needed to take for myself and we did it and we made it here and i am i am i'm jumping out of my skin to get it going if they're healthy they'll be a wrecking ball they're never healthy so that has me concerned the players who are paid a lot of money on defense have to live up to it that is just that is the bottom line of of all of it but justin herbert is a star last year was the floor Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. 100 targets to Palmer, 100 targets to Eckler, Rashawn Slater not being there, nothing worked. But 110 snaps with Keenan and Mike out there together. Um, Helen Moore, we're taking the top off. We're going to be fun. We're going to be creative. Uh, I know it's impossible to do. Like, it's impossible in theory to do. And you wish every team could do it. But... There is like a rumbling that the intention is to essentially do what happened at the end of that Raider game in two years ago in that like six minute Herbert Magic Man all game. Like That's the plan. That is the plan. Anything less than that, I would feel like we're leaving something on the table. I am off a few months where just a few months ago, I had to defend Victor Hovland to the death based on my eyeballs. I have re-upped my Justin Herbert MVP stake. We're, we're coming for it all. If we can stay healthy, we're coming for it all. And the Chiefs, they got their twins. They got their two Super Bowls. That sucks. But, but they're, they're afraid of me being healthy. They, they are. They do not want to play me. They know my time is coming. They do, but they are thrilled to know that we do everything humanly possible to get in our own way. So they never have to confront us. Time is now because we are on it. And if you look at what's happening, like for there is not enough talk in the NFL circles, national media about the situation the Chargers are in. And I don't say that in a positive sense. I mean that like no one gives a fuck about the Chargers. They're forgotten franchise unless Herbert plays to an MVP level and they do something. They're an also ran no one gives a shit because no one is like no one is talking about how against it they kind of are and how this really is um, an all in year for the Chargers Like, next year's books are a goddamn disaster, and that doesn't even have anything to do with Herbert. You look at the Bosa, the Keenan, the Mac, and the Mike Williams numbers, like, the team will look different next year. So this group, this is it. And I got a GM who's been sitting on his thumb and rotating for a long time, able to keep his job. I've never actually called for his head, but everyone is on the line. Everyone, the whole organization, other than Justin. Um, Yeah, so let's go. If they win week one, I'll believe we're going to win the Super Bowl. If they lose week one, I'll think it's doom and gloom. I will be back. I will be a psychopath. I care too much.
1: So you're taking the under?
2: No, we're going to roll this thing over um we're gonna roll this thing over i bet them 30 to 1 to win the super bowl herbert 15 to 1 mvp 12 to 1 mvp and even 9 to 1 mvp because i'm an idiot okay
3: i like well, it a lot
1: i'll go over i think they're pretty good coins going under brings us to denver uh tim do you want to start with denver their win totals
3: eight and a half that's a lot of wins <laughs> Sure is. When you have a quarterback, you can't play. That doesn't help. Well, they've stood the them. unfortunately, are already terribly injured. Uh, I don't believe in the coach at all. I think the coach is a boob. And I don't think he's very good at his job. And I think he's going to have trouble this season managing a team that, that has yeah. real talent, real talent deficiency. To put it mildly, this team won five games last year. They didn't somehow like get markedly better this team went five and 12 and the only improvements quote unquote that they made were uh, on the sidelines I look at the roster I mean some of the receivers who I like they're already hurt I mean I like Sertan he's a good cornerback I like Justin Simmons I think he's a good safety Uh, McGlinchey's an overrated tackle really There's a reason he left San Francisco. He's an overrated tackle. He's a Notre Dame guy, too.
2: Yeah, he's overrated. He is. Uh, He's
3: an overrated tackle. Uh, And Russell Wilson can't play. So you tell me how in heaven's name they get to a winning season because that's what they got to get to to have this number. Um, Denver, too, will be one of those couple of teams that we talk about in December that if they lose out, they're going to go again and get Caleb Williams. Uh they're in that that be... I mean they won five games last year. You I kind of have... think they'll be around what they were last year. And that was two games away from the first pick. Uh they're a bottom five to eight team again this year. They've gotten no better. They were five and twelve. They're probably gonna be around there again this year, I think.
2: Coaches like that don't get first overall pick. They don't. Now, they might not have a good season, they might have a top ten pick, maybe even flirting with the top five, but Sort of the piggyback on you thinking the Patriots would get first overall pick. That defense is so good. The home field advantage is dependable enough at a rate that will make it impossible to get first overall pick. And I'm not here to compliment that freaking team either. But your takes can be insane.
3: Yes, how dare I take a team that went 5-12 and 12 last year and say they might not be even as good as they were last year. I know what an out-of-the-box. I mean, like, that 8.5, I think it's just silly. Sorry, I just think it is. It might be.
1: I, I'm on the under as well, but I do think that they just, almost through osmosis, they have to be a little bit better. And if Russell Wilson is washed and he is done, I don't think we're going to see Russell Wilson after, like, week three.
3: Well, but they don't have anybody else either. Like they, they, Stidham's they, not any good. I mean,
1: Stidham could be okay if you know that no, one. If you know that not. one. Hold on. If you know that one guy sucks and he's cooked, you have another guy. I mean, he had played some decent games over the
3: past two years. He could be good. There's a reason that they went out and signed him. It's not just like, well,
1: he sucks. Let's sign him.
3: I don't think they had any any better options. But that doesn't make him any good. This team doesn't have any talent at the quarterback position, in my opinion. Russell Wilson is washed up. And I will be very curious to see how the most intelligent quarterback guru who ever existed is able going to going to be able to spin this straw into gold. Uh, it I'm will waiting. not
2: be gold. I don't see gold. But what he will be able to spin is an offense that is um, much more conducive to what he can do. An offense that probably looks similar. To you know, maybe what Drew Brees did, like we never really threw the ball downfield. They were effective running the ball that they that they can put them in third downs, and I don't know, get a guy. I don't want to say get a guy open, but just some some simplicity in the route concepts that that can make it work, as opposed to asking, like last year, Russ wanted to cook. They brought in a coach who who's supposed to cook with quarterbacks, and they tried to cook. Russ can't cook, so now he's essentially going to be a complementary piece in this offense, and Sean Payton will probably be able to get enough plays out of out of him, um, or or maybe bench him. But I, I just feel the offense will be – Sean Payton is too smart to ask him to do things he really can't do Okay, that seemed to be all games last year. Okay,
3: but like, the reason I really don't like and I think is actually quite a bad analogy, which is the Drew Brees analogy, is because that team throughout his time had Jimmy Graham and Marcus Colston I mean, and Brandon Cooks and Michael road. Thomas. But like, even then, like still had Michael, they had Michael Thomas and they had Brandon Cooks and okay. they had like uh, they, they had really talented players and they and they had uh, sorry the running back who, so there's talented they,
2: players on uh, on Denver no one you, no one in that stratosphere
3: of good no they don't uh, i mean Judy they could be one day but again th- i'm sorry they don't have a michael thomas on their team they don't have even an emmanuel sanders on they don't when I mean, he was like you know a, a really good receiver they they just don't so i actually think People making the Drew Brees analysis are just. I mean, the play just, calls. That's just, I mean, that's the just play paint calls. by numbers. That's just paint by numbers. I mean, and I don't the buy play it.
2: calls to set up easy pitch and catch. You could be right that the talent is different, but I mean, the concepts, the play calls, the like, intensely heavy run, and even maybe some gimmick that Sean Payton is so good at, like putting it from whiteboard to the field. Um, I pray to God it backfires. Uh, everyone knows who's probably watched this. Like, I should hate the Chiefs, but I hate the Broncos.
1: When you say that yeah, like they have no one as good as Emmanuel Sanders, you realize that when he played for the Saints, it was in 2020, the second last year of his career, right? So you don't think that Jerry,
3: Judy, or Courtland Sutton as good as a washed Emmanuel Sanders? I think they're <laughs> injured. No, like I think I don't think there's much talent at all on the Broncos offense and their quarterback can't throw the ball. So it's going to be a very long season for Broncos fans. I, am, I think Jeff, I'm very a... ex- I'm excited for week five. You should be excited for week one when they get absolutely eaten up and chewed out by Oakland. It's going to be a route.
1: Oakland doesn't even have a team. Can't wait.
3: Of course, of course wait. they
1: would lose. They showed up to the wrong state to play.
3: Like, not I, big, you know, we're want, not, wanna... not going to get into week one, but I'm just telling you, the Raiders are sitting there very juicy in week one.
2: I wish I got to play one of those division teams, not the Chiefs, instead of the Dolphins week one. Like, I am so nervous to play that bag of tricks that's coming for me. Despite, I got to, will oh, do it next week. But the only game, the only game that Staley wasn't a goddamn phony was that Dolphin game last year. Ah, uh, oh the Broncos! Yeah, I it, was,
1: it's hard to get the Broncos to nine wins. Like looking at their schedule, and they should probably start three and one.
3: To be perfectly honest with you. Like you they, wait till week five. You Garrett Wilson out there. just said that. <laughs> that's what you were. That's what you were alluding to when wait, I
1: when I said week mean? five. When I said week five, and then you're like, wait till I didn't, week five.
3: So you're incorrect. not even.
1: The not even this award, is what I'm the talking fact. about. You don't even listen to what's being said.
3: The, you, you know, you've got that Bill Parcells wannabe out there telling his team he can't, he can't wear bucket hats and this, that, and the other. And what does Garrett Wilson do the next day? He dresses up exactly like Sean Payton decides that his team shouldn't dress just to send a message that mm-hmm. a you're, you're you know you're a has been and b we can't wait till week five when we destroy you and uh, you know I can't wait for that game.
2: When is that? Well, sorry that. We're the first team in
3: NFL history where the Chiefs are a look-ahead game for us. <laughs> That's how excited we are. For oh, the Broncos. You played the 60. Chiefs before? Yeah, the Chiefs are almost a look-ahead game for that Broncos game. You're right. That's how excited we are. It's no no one's ever said that before, but it's actually the case. <laughs> as silly as that sounds, it is the case.
2: No, I agree with you. I agree with you. When you got your quarterback standing up there saying, don't ever put our names in your mouth.
3: Yeah, exactly. And you've got, you know, like I said, then you've got Garrett Wilson trolling, uh, you know, that wannabe Parcells head coach. I just think, you know, I can't wait for that game. It's going to be very bad days
1: indeed. Well, that game will be ending as we go live on Sunday night. If people didn't know, we do our live show on Sunday evenings as the later games, the late afternoon games conclude before Sunday night football.
3: That game will be ending right
1: when we go on air. We get tears on air if the Broncos win.
3: you are not going to get tears. I mean, one of the weird things that's going to be for the case for the live show this year is that I've got America's Game of the Week a lot this year. So I'm going to be invested in games down the end where I, I wasn't before. We usually played all our early games. So that's going to make the live games that much more, I think, raw. Uh, but then again, you know, I expect that game to be wrapped up.
1: So you think that the Sunday wrapped night show up. this year is going to be raw
3: and real like that HBO show Hung? <laughs> I do think there are going to be game Week two, we play Dallas on America's Game of the Week at five, five o'clock. Like that's going to be a game that comes down to the finish.
1: Should we do a watch along with the Monday night game against the Chargers? A lot of people have asked for that.
3: The Chargers. We have the. Yes, we could do that. I'd be fine with that. I
0: don't
1: the know. Bills you,
3: in week I, one. That's I, a great, exciting Monday night game.
1: I don't know. If, I don't know if Jeff can handle that. A Monday night football game, watch along, Chargers, Jets. Jeff will be out by, tranquilized by halftime.
2: I mean, you guys, we did the whole gimmick with Tim and the 18 shots. I mean, there could be a situation where i take a shot every third down on defense for the whole night. How many is that?
1: There's a bunch of people tagging me in posts about Uh why Justin Thomas is like, why is he on the Ryder Cup team? Uh Like, I think it's pretty clear why he's on the Ryder Cup team.
3: Yeah, Zach Johnson doesn't want to win.
1: I will say, to look at their roster from top to bottom, it's one of the best teams they've ever sent. Like, Justin Thomas is their shitty guy. (laughs) Like, they usually have like an actual shitty guy as their shitty guy.
3: I don't understand why Cameron Young wasn't taken instead of Sam Burns, but that's another day another show another sport
1: well he hasn't done anything what has he done that's, a, that's an actual playing. question like what has he done
3: he's been playing good golf i mean he was Got a heavy it. betting favorite to be on the team i'm curious why they didn't take him because they took the guy who actually wins tournaments
2: was he a heavy betting favorite because he was playing fantastic golf or because there was a quote from an assistant captain a couple months ago saying he'll be in rome i i, I don't know
3: I can't answer that. Because he
2: wasn't really playing great It was probably the other, the (laughs) latter.
1: Anyway, that's for the golf show. You can check out Jeff and I reacted to the Ryder Cup picks. Let's talk about Vegas, because I think we all went under on the Broncos. The coin went over on the Broncos. The Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, six and a half wins is their total. (laughs) This has got to be the lock under. Like They're going to be fucking brutal.
2: I'm all over their under. I'll play alt unders. Uh, They will be in contention with the loser of the AFC South for the worst record in the AFC, which probably won't put them in the Caleb Williams. I'll have alternate unders, but holy (laughs) shit, it just hit me. I can't cheer too hard because if it turns into a gutter, I need to cheer for them to win because the doomsday scenario would actually be them being so bad that they are in the chance to get Caleb Williams or even the second kid may. So I need the Raiders to be shit, but just shit enough where it's like third, fourth, fifth overall. But I think they're going to be horrible, horrible. And I I mean, you could say this is bias. I'm just trying to pick on them. I don't think so. I I think they're set up for total failure this year. It it would be one thing
1: if, like they played the AFC South and the NFC South or something like that. And they could pick up some, <coughs> excuse me, cheap wins in 50-50 games, but they don't. Like their bad division that they play is the NFC North, which like isn't a world beater, but you know, between the Lions, Packers and Vikings and Bears, maybe they win one, maybe two of those games. They play the AFC North, which they're probably going to lose all the games there, they play the they, they played the Bills this year. They play the Jets. Like the Patriots could be a win, maybe. I I, just, I don't see where the wins are coming from, Tim. Like, but, even if you have them beat well, the I'm Broncos at twice, I have met seven. I All have met right. seven. All right, so let, do let, let's do this. Broncos win or loss? I think they win week one. Buffalo at Buffalo lose. Uh, at home against the Steelers, lose. At the Chargers, lose. Uh, at home against Green Bay, win. At home against the Patriots. Win. At the Bears. Win. At the Lions. Loss. Uh, at home against the Giants. Loss. Uh, where are we at here? At home against the Jets. Loss, you already Loss. said that. At Miami. Loss. Uh, against the Chiefs. Loss. Uh, at home against the Vikings. Win. At home against the Chargers. Loss. At the
3: Chiefs. Loss. And then they win the
1: last two, Colts and Broncos. Colts and Broncos. That, that, so they have to win every 50-50 game, essentially, to get them to seven wins.
3: Yeah, that's but that is where I have them. And I don't think it can be underestimated that every time Garoppolo plays, his teams are successful. He stays healthy. He wins a lot of football games, even on teams that aren't incredibly offensively skilled. And they have the best receiver in the division. And they have an electric running back and they have a second receiver in Renfro who's a darn good player. And the, the kid that they drafted at tight end mayor, he looks like he's going to be a stud. So there are some real pieces on that offense that at least makes the offensive side of the ball. Very exciting. Uh, well, I you're, think you're, they're you're being very much overlooked and I like their spot. And also like do Smith, the fact that teams coming into Las Vegas don't tend to play great. On Sunday mornings.
2: You want to go there? I'll go there. They have created essentially a Chargers-esque home field advantage. I mean, it's true. They have gone from the black hole to an unprecedented situation for any team who isn't the pathetic Chargers as it relates to a home crowd. It is just mobs, seas of people. Flocking to these games in Las Vegas, their their ticket prices remain like on the secondary market. The highest they've like six of the highest ten price games of the league. Because I believe it, teams go there, fans go there. It's just they're going to the games. Um, yeah, so uh, they screw themselves. They don't even have home field anymore. They're gonna be horrible.
3: I don't know. I think they've got enough pieces to pull out seven wins. That's where I'm going with them.
1: Their defense is horrible, and actually a tweet just popped up about the Raiders. Yeah. Where would it go? Lynn, Lynn? It's not a good defense. No, it's not, and just and they have no depth. With Lynn Bowden released by the Saints today, all five players the Raiders picked in the top 100 of the 2020 draft are not currently on an NFL
3: roster. Yeah, they obviously couldn't have botched that any worse, could they? So, so all the people who were involved in that are no longer a part of the I team. I get
1: that, but that's still affecting their team to this day because yes, they, do, they they do have some high-end talent on offense. They got Jacobs back. So they have Jacobs and Adams. I mean, you want to talk about Hunter Renfro, he's not even the number 2 on the team anymore. It's and not, Mayer, it, I think Mayer's going to be it, a really now, good It's it. it's now Jacoby Myers. Uh, just cuz he's very familiar with the Josh McDaniel system. Like none sure. of us think Josh McDaniel's is a good coach. The defense is absolutely no. putrid. So and you have them winning every 50-50 game that they have coming in and you know, maybe they will put up gaudy offensive numbers because they're constantly playing from behind or in garbage time, something like that. But they might give up like 35 points a game.
3: Yeah. But a lot of weird nonsense happened to them last year to keep them from being like a nine win team or a 10 win team. Like people forget how many weird games like that Arizona game that just went against them. I don't know if, if, if negative re- if regression works a little bit in their favor and it ought to, and those offensive players can, can steal a game Or I, I just think they're right on the hunt. Um, I mean, like, whoa, okay, hold on. What, what game in, are you saying the that they? The what,
4: what
1: game are you saying that they lost that they should have won?
3: The Arizona game was a okay, ridiculous. Okay. Game. I, I think they already hit their negative regression when they won that Patriots game and Week One against the Chargers. I mean, Carr had that opportunity to win the game right there, and then Week One, like,
2: oh hell no,
3: yeah, he had a throw and it was one catch away from that game being the Chargers. Like, yeah. Anyway, I think the Raiders are you know in the middle of the road, slightly under five hundred team, but. I think they're the third best team in the division. That's where I'm going.
1: Okay. So let's, let's get the picks for this division. I will take the Kansas city chiefs. Chargers. Chargers. All right. Let's go to the North Cincinnati is up first. The AFC Championship loser, now down to 10.5 wins at DraftKings Sportsbook, minus 255 to make the playoffs, plus 140 to make the division. I saw a comment on our future Best Bet show, which everyone should go check out, with Rob Pozzola and Cam Stewart, Jeff, that doubted the validity of Cam's claim. He said that Cam's not really an insider, and that Cam's claim that Burrow might be more hurt than people think uh, might not be on the money. (laughs)
4: Imagine watching
1: Cam and thinking he was some sort of injury insider. Visine Vince probably told him that in his fantasy draft. (laughs) And like multiple comments too. Like very angry about like inside reporter... Cam Schefter spreading false information about Joe Burrow.
2: But on the real, what what is, I mean, everyone's guard sort of went up when Zach Taylor said several weeks. Uh, you know, what, what does that mean? Do, the odds makers are now not expecting him to play week one based on the spreads.
1: I think keeping him, I mean, they're a one and a half point favorite at Cleveland in week one how big of a favorite would they be in Cleveland at week one? If there was no, if if it was burrow for oh, sure, would they be a three point favorite? Maybe.
2: Oh, sorry. So, you are right. At the one and a half, they're still sort of in that. I don't know territory yeah. because to your point, yes, it would have been three when he was playing. I believe the opener was three. Like when the lines kind of yeah. came out for a bit, but if, so. he,
1: if he wasn't playing Cleveland would be favored in that game. Yes. 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 So they don't know. And it's probably in their best interest to sit him for a bit. And like the multiple weeks, I don't know about missing multiple weeks, but getting four to six weeks to heal a calf injury like that, he's probably fine now, but the chance for reaggravating that injury because it's still soft tissue is just more prevalent if you come back and don't get the full six weeks to heal. It doesn't mean he's going to get re-injured. This has a higher percent chance of getting re-injured at that point. I think he's going to play week one. I think he's going to be fine. I think the Bengals are going to be fine. The biggest drawback to all of this is... Are they? Is this division full of four really good teams, or is one of these teams secret cast?
3: And I I think one is—I think one is is secret cast, but it's not this one. You think it's the Browns? I do. I think the Browns are very overrated. That's a tough
1: schedule. Like they have very few gimmies. They have the Cardinals and Rams, and I actually think the Rams are somewhat competitive here. I don't think the Seahawks are that good. So they have—you know—they play the West. That's great. They have the Texans. The Jags, I assume they play the Colts somewhere. They play the Texans and the Jags? Where the fuck are the Colts on their schedule? Oh, there are the Colts. So they can get to seven pretty easily. And then, you know, how many times? that's without including any division game. So if they split against the Steelers, split against the Browns, split against the Ravens, now you're up to 10 wins. Now you need to beat the Chiefs, one of the Chiefs, Vikings, Bills, 49ers, Titans... And that's it. You win one of those five games, you're probably pretty good. I think they go over. I agree. Okay. Jeff?
2: <laughs> they should go over. It all makes sense, but I, I don't know what... You
3: have bad vibes?
2: No. Well, he, even... he forgot
3: to pick them last night, so he doesn't want them now.
2: <laughs> no. No, because I before that, there, I already am picking a different team to win the division. But I like all four of these teams. And I don't know where like there's not enough wins to like them all. And you have to pick one of them to, I guess, get the cussed slipper. Not to say like nothing to do with cuss, but one of them is gonna not gonna show up. I'm it's not gonna be the Bengals, though. I, I lean over here. I'll have to pick another one of these teams to break. They're just they're too good. And they had a really good off. Season-filling needs, I believe. Um, so if Burrow can get on the field, they'll be a tank.
3: Yeah, as long as they got Burrow, they're going to go over 11 wins.
1: Ravens. Revamped Ravens. ten and a half wins. I will tell you, I'm going to take the under on them right now. I think they're being a bit too hype, but they are 10 and a half wins, minus 170 to make the playoffs, uh, plus 235 to win the division, 11 to 1 to win the conference, 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They probably do have Super Bowl upside and I do like what they've done on offense, to revitalize it. There's just a lot of question marks. Like you know when was the last time we saw Lamar play Awesome, that week three game against Miami last year? I think that they're very well coached. You know their special teams is going to be on point with Harbaugh as your head coach. Like, he might give them a win or two in one of these close games coming down. But, like, with Beckham and a returning Bateman and a rookie in Zay Flowers, like, we don't know how good these guys are going to be. Is Beckham washed after two knee surgeries? No idea. Is J.K. Dobbins going to be fine coming out of the backfield after finally getting that extension? Maybe. But one thing I do know about this team, Jeff, is their defense kind of sucks. That's not great.
2: Yeah, that could be a problem, Pat. Obviously, Campbell uh, leaving would be one of the bigger blows to the unit. Justin Houston headed to Carolina. I am expecting Lamar to be an absolute monster, totally in the MVP race, impressing people with his passing, offensive play calling. Um, that that where where they're running plays at a much higher tempo. I'm at the moment silly enough to ignore some of those deficiencies on defense and appreciate the incredible special teams play that will help them win all those coin flip games. They're they're my division winner here. I love Baltimore. Lamar Jackson is going to be unstoppable this year.
1: Tim, do you think it's crazy to say that Lamar might end up with better Numbers like to look at the back of a football card this year than he did in his MVP season. Yet the Ravens are worse.
3: No, I don't see that as a possibility. Actually, if he plays like he did in his MVP season, the Ravens are going to win 13 or 14 games. I don't don't see it though. I mean, he has has he how many games has he played in the month of December in the last two years? Has he played any? Has he played one. Uh, you know, I it's I can't, as much as I like Lamar Jackson, I can't in good conscience. Criticize Tua for not playing games and then pretend like it doesn't matter when Lamar doesn't play games. So I've got to apply the same fair principle at it. The receivers that they brought in are completely unreliable. And yeah, the defense is bad. I think they go under. I like think they're a nine and eight team. I don't see them making the playoffs. The coin is going to select under. On the Baltimore
1: Ravens, you are the only one on the over amongst the four of us, Jeff, on the Ravens.
2: Yeah, and I'm not just on the over. Like, I i mean, I'm not interested to bet alternate overs, but I am. I'm on, like, winning the division and being outstanding um, to the over. It's a pretty tough schedule. Very tough, and they're easy games, are kind of like just the games that are shared within the division, like the Cardinals and the NFC and the AFC South. So you're right. They don't really get a leg up uh, in any spot on the schedule. And they play the Lions, the Chargers,
1: the Dolphins, um,
2: Dolphins. Uh, that was just off the top of my head. And and obviously the Ronnie Stanley injury is probably going to be, or yep. his recovery will be as big as anything to their ability to do what a uh, Monkin is going to be asking that offense to do. But I'm so excited. That is one of the things early in the year I'm looking forward to as any is what this Ravens-Lamar offense will look like now.
1: All right, let's move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tim, do you remember the one year we did this show, we forgot to do the Steelers and then
3: Steelers Man? How could I forget? Because all we heard about was that we forgot the Steelers.
1: Their win total is eight and a half. Seems right
3: plus 125 to make the
1: playoffs. Like, do you believe in Kenny Pickett or do you believe it doesn't matter who plays quarterback?
3: Well, I do think it matters. plays quarterback. Like if it was,
1: that's like, he was better than Trubisky that we saw last year, but like, what if he's just mediocre? Is that
3: good?
2: No, I'm on team. I'm on team picket. There's no way Tim is not going to put his flag in the ground for the preseason MVP quarterback.
3: (laughs) I, well, Jeff's right. He, he knows me too well. I like this Steelers team. I like Pickens, and I like Pickett. I think they're both. I mean, T.J. Watt is a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. I like Deontay Johnson. I I love the players on this team. Of course, they're fantastically coached. Um, they're I think more or less being considered the fourth of the four teams in this division. I don't get that sense. you, you get the sense that people like the Browns less than the Steelers? I, I don't. I get I, the I sense do. that people like the Browns more. No, because uh. that's why I bring up
1: whether Pickett is, if he's mediocre, that's why I wanted to bring up that point, is that I think that people would still trust the infrastructure of the Steelers and bet the over anyway. Like, if, like, you, with the Steelers this year, the analysis that I'm hearing, and I kind of believe it too. Like, if, as long as Pickett's not bad,
3: they're going to be pretty good. If Pickett's good, then they're going to be really good. Yeah, I'm on that. I, I think they and the Bengals are going to go shot for shot for this division down the stretch. I really do. Uh, I, I think would, they're a playoff team, and I take the over.
2: Pat, I would say, I, I feel like it, maybe it's just, you know, where I follow, who I follow on the X, but it does feel like, well, people believe the Steelers will be good, better, fine. I have seen more talk of people of belief in, like, the ultimate ceiling of the Browns over the Steelers. Like, I believe the Brown Super Bowl number has shortened um, a bit in in recent weeks as they've gotten some steam from people that bet, you know, might be smarter than me. I do not know. I'm going to cheat in this division. I will be picking across the board overs. I know the math is impossible to work out in my favor, i'm i'm going to cheat the game and maybe i can just come out of this division two and two i love everybody i i, I can't wait for the fight you know it, it felt like we had some pooches a bit like anytime the nfc Nor- the afc north fights and there's prime time games with field goal spreads you just take those three points because of all the outs you got uh and i can't wait for them win money lose money uh i'm here for pittsburgh you guys laid it all out though they seem so solid in so many places linebacker could be a bit a, a bit of an issue maybe when you do stare them down but from infrastructure to roster and young talent who were all excited to see make the steps even what they could have a really fun running back combo the other the young guy the new guy he reminds me of like a sproles eckler God, like that—that that would be amazing for the, them if say... Najee isn't a pig to compliment what's going on there and make little easy blood dumps for Kenny. Are you talking Pittsburgh
1: about? you talking about? Oh, oh, for Jalen Warren. Reminds you of Eckler. Pardon? You say that Jalen Warren reminds you of Eckler?
2: No, sorry. Uh, I just like the the compliment. But yeah, a little pass catching. I mean, Najee uh, Harris. Like... Naj, Najee
1: Harris might just suck. Like that's a that's a well, bad. yeah.
2: He might be straight. He might just be straight pig like Cedric Benson, like he could just be an official pig territory. I don't know.
1: Uh, I'm going to take the over on them as well because I kind of believe that uh, as long as Pickett is competent, I think they're going to be fine. Just kind of trust the infrastructure of the Steelers and move on. Then we have Cleveland. I'm kind of with you, Jeff, and I do think that there is a scenario where all the teams in this division can potentially go over solely because they play the NFC West and the AFC South as they're out of – like there's a chance that both these teams can go seven and one against
2: those divisions, right? I am. I don't know that I actually have bets on it, but for the purposes of this, um, that is where my head is at. I'm picking no one. I'm picking, um, I'm picking no one under the number here.
1: Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland under, because it is nine and a half. You give it to me eight and a half. I might lean over. I just, things can just go wrong for the Browns and maybe, yeah, as we went through in the best quarterback show, I like the potential of Deshaun Watson. I would bet on Deshaun Watson if I was starting a franchise after all of the really good quarterbacks were off the board. Like, I think he's so much better, potentially, than all these mediocre guys. But Tim can be right on this one as well, where he could just be absolutely trash from this point on in his career, and he'll never be good again. I don't necessarily believe that, but... That you have to weight these things on the table too. It can't just be black or white. There's stuff somewhere on the spectrum in between those two things where Watson can probably fall. Might be good game, bad game. You have like Browns shit curse that goes into it. The one thing I love about the Browns though, it's just like we talked about with the Chiefs and why they can be so solid. It's like their offensive line is awesome, and I think their defense is now at this point somewhat underrated for the names that they have. But just the offense should be very solid week to week. And then if you get something from Watson and he is 90% the guy he used to be, the offense could be really good.
2: I just want to clarify that I, the only thing I meant by the Warren Sproul, uh, Eckler comp was like just the impact, like the undrafted aspect of it. And he's instantly going to come in and supplement the better player in the same way that Eckler came in and pigged out Melvin Gordon. Um, Sorry. I I really like the Bengals. I'm picking them to the over. If you Browns. watched our, if you watched our quarterback <laughs> show, or sorry, the Browns. I'm picking them to the over. I I believe in Deshaun Watson. That a ceiling might still exist. I'm kind of get willing to give him the benefit of the doubt with Nick Chubb. I think it could be really dynamic. I'm expecting Njoku to jump off.
1: No, that's never um, that's never going to happen. By the way, okay. people have said that exact same line for the past six years.
2: Yeah, I think this could actually be the year I'm <laughs> investing in him in my fantasy draft. So I hope that this is actually the year where that happens. And it's a defense where, um, like beyond beyond the star on the defensive uh line, Miles Garrett, I can't believe his name escaped me for a moment. There's so many players that I really did like in college and think they were going to be amazing pros. So I'm just a sucker. I'm a sucker for the Cleveland Browns. Are
3: I mean, they the college I... football all-stars?
2: No, they're the not. 2023. Of... I... They're not of... they're not of that level, but um I I'm just a Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz is there too. He always in he always makes shit nasty. And they were an abomination on defense last year, an embarrassment schematically.
3: Tim,
1: I assume it's a big
3: strong under for you? It's an under. Yeah, I mean the, the... For all the reasons that you said, I don't trust the quarterback and I don't trust him at all. And so they go as he goes. And I can't, in good conscience, pick a team to win double digit games if I think the quarterback doesn't really have it. So, yeah. under.
1: I- I'm going to lean slight under as well, just because I think a lot of this, like Brown stuff every single year, I think a lot of it is just frankly wish casting that people want the Browns to be good. And. They always just find some way to fuck it up and get in their own way. They did trade for Lucky P.L. Strong, though, from the Patriots. There's a pickup for you if you ever need one. Traded for Dustin Hopkins from the Chargers. Then Who's the Chargers kicker, then? Is it that pecker guy? Yeah, a little pecker. Fresh The kicker. Fresh pecker. That's your boy. The peck. So I'm going to go with the Bengals to win this division. Ravens. Steelers. Steelers all right I think that's the first division since the NFC North that we had three separate winners of it so let's make our AFC championship predictions of who is going to the Super Bowl um I think we already know Tim's correct
3: well you know part of it I know who you have winning you do Jets over Steelers in the AFC championship game. Jets over Steelers. Okay. Jeff?
2: Wasn't that an AFC championship game?
3: The last time the Jets were in the playoffs. The last playoff game they played was that championship game when they let FANICA, or they let the guard for the Steelers hold as Ben went around the corner to hit the tight end. Uh, Heath for the first down, a game that if he doesn't make that pass, we get the ball back with like a minute and a half left. And we go to the Super Bowl and we win. Yeah, that that game. I haven't thought about that a hundred times.
2: Who would you have played? Was that where you played Arizona or the Packers? Who would you have played in that Super Bowl? That would
3: have been a, a Jets-Packers Super Bowl. A game that was 9 nothing earlier in the season in terrible conditions. Uh, I, I would have really liked our chances in that Super Bowl. But anyhow, that's uh, that's where I think it is. I think it's a Jets-Steelers Super Bowl or
1: a championship game. What do you have, Jeff? Chargers over who? Chargers? over the chiefs chargers over the chiefs is that even possible for them to play each oh, yeah. other in the championship game absolutely in, in absolutely. some ways
2: that would be a really you'd have to get lucked out into some seeding math where um it, it's probably not possible it is I,
3: absolutely possible i
2: was leaning bill i don't know i'm a dud chargers. two
3: years ago the rams and 49ers played the championship game
2: yeah
1: yeah, I suppose, it but, if you, take but, some...
3: but it, then that means the Chargers would have to be a, well, what, what seed were the Rams going the in that, The Rams were the four seed, and the 49ers were the sixth seed.
1: Okay. I mean, that's a lot of upsets that have to happen for that hey, to happen.
2: Chargers bills at the Ralph, at the Ralph. Chargers bills at the Ralph.
1: Chargers bills? Chargers over the bills at the Ralph? That's
3: not happening, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I can't so imagine g- g- people g- g- would have to win bill. a playoff g- game g- to g- get there g- just
1: just because that's the shortest drive for you to go see the yeah. game doesn't mean I it's necessarily going to happen.
2: And I pick the Bills. I want the sheet to say Bills, Bills over Chargers in December in the AFC oh, wait, title. Game. You
3: have picked. Three separate (laughs) AFC title game results and games. Who in the name of God do you have winning and who do you have beating them, Jeff? I
2: just said it. The Bills over the Chargers. Congrats, Paul. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the... Why Why did you let him get away with that? You know he does. If I said... Steelers over Jets, you wouldn't let me get away with that because you say you don't believe that. Come on now. People want to hear what you really hold believe. On. Why don't but I? He's allowed that? to go ahead because we, we all, you have never once not picked the Chargers on this show oh, in a single that. game, let alone no. to not pick them to win the. Like, I, anyway, I just, Pat, let you get away with that. He would no, that's not true. That's, let hold me on. get away with that. Here, here's yeah, the, here, he, No, I can explain to you the difference.
1: You believe it to be true, Tim. Jeff knows it's not true, but he puts it out there anyway so he can will it into existence. That's the difference. You're like Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it.
2: (laughs) I guess that's true. That goes into the whole big picture. Most insane thing is that I kind of acknowledge when I'm doing things that are insane. Um, Tim seems to think he is the every man. He is the common man. He is the man. Of the people. I also don't believe I pick the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl every year. That's yeah, not do. true at all. You do. Paul. No, only the years they're good. Which is every They're supposed to be good. Which I guess
4: is every um, year. What what were you gonna say, Paul? The biggest difference is like, yeah, Jeff, Jeff, if you go back to the AFC West, Jeff was painstaking. Like he took a long time. I think like deep down inside, he kind of believes the Chiefs are going to win the uh, the division, but he went with the Chargers. Yeah. Whereas Tim was like, exactly. Jets Paul... "Can't lose, fourteen and three, let's go."
2: Paul read that exactly as every listener will probably read that. How that exactly, exactly. Thank you, Paul.
1: Well, That leaves Super Bowl picks for us.
3: You didn't make your your championship pick.
1: Oh yeah, I have Cincinnati over Buffalo. Okay. I think Buffalo finally beats Kansas City and then they just lose to the Bengals. That's what I can see happening. You'll be like, oh yeah, here come the Bills. They got over the hump. And then Burrow just buries them again. So who did I have? I had Philly going in. So my Super Bowl pick is going to be Cincinnati over Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. That means that Jeff has Buffalo over Philadelphia in the Super Bowl.
2: Is that correct, Jeff? Um, I'm going to actually pick Philly to beat buffalo in the super bowl all right so philly over buffalo
1: and tim has jets over lions in the super bowl i do oh, man what a super bowl that would be the goof the coin is selecting the niners over the jets in the super bowl by the way
0: ah jets
1: <laughs> losing in the super Could you bowl imagine. Your, your heart cannot handle them losing you better hope they lo- if they're gonna lose in the Super Bowl you better fucking hope they don't even make the playoffs
3: no no you- I think I would be able to handle it really I think I would take it with a lot of grace you <laughs> that champagne
1: still pretty good that you have that you've been waiting for your championship to drink for 20 years
3: I think that I would be very graceful in defeat
2: what do you think Jeff it is it is tough because like nowadays making the Super Bowl is is kind of glad handed as it which fairly like a super accomplishment you can teams almost like hang their Super Bowl losing logo like up in the facility it's um uh, but I, uh, he would. It would be better, honestly. Losing the Super Bowl would be better for him than missing the playoffs. With what he has said this winter, see, like, I see.
1: I, I don't think so. Because at least you can see the not making the playoffs coming. Obviously, you're not that good if you didn't make the playoffs. Like there were signs there. But, like, they steamroll through the AFC. They get to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers talking a big game. They go in as favorites against the Niners. Oh, of course Aaron Rodgers is going to play against the team that he grew up rooting for. He wants to beat them even more. I can see it all now. It was like 35 nothing in the Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: uh, <that>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you see it now, Tim?
3: Look, it would never stop hurting. <laughs> But at the same time, I'd have a lot of swag. And I would have had my moment, you know? Is it what's better, to never make the show or to get to the show once and strike out on three pitches? I think it's better to I strike out on three like, pitches. Well, see, I I agree with you. But for years, you've always said the opposite. That's why I find this No, but this I think
2: Tim would take credit. Like, if the Jets got to the Super Bowl and lost, he would want to receive the credit as if they won. Like... <laughs> Whackable. i
3: think i would need the credit from people just to keep me happy and uh you know to cheer me up i don't think that you honestly get i would take it with a lot i think i would take it with a lot of grace if we got to the super bowl and we lost i would take that much better than losing the championship game really i want my one t- I want my super bowl experience
1: yeah, But you're not gonna go
3: we already heard we already heard you say you're not going too expensive well, it is too expensive. But that- I want that week. I need that week. I need that. I want that.
1: Can we send you to Radio Row that year? What if we what, what if that's the year we get drafting to send us? Like we did in two thousand seventeen, whatever the hell that was, and you get to meet all the Jets players. Would you shake
3: their hands? Yes, I would.
1: After after what happened to everyone who shook your hand at the Super Bowl party in the Philly New yes, England. Yes, I
3: would. I would still come up and shake their hands and tell them thank you that they've made my life so much happier this year.
1: And what if there was an Elshon Jeffrey on the other team who wouldn't shake your hand and then catch two touchdowns? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, whatever. Whatever. That happened. I'd, I would certainly shake a lot of the hands of the other team too. What if they just refused? They, they, they wouldn't. Okay. Well, I'd, that... I'd go find their kicker, whoever their kicker is. Chat with him.
1: Oh, Paul, yes. Why would you go chat with their kicker?
3: I just think those guys don't get a lot of attention that they'd really be available for media accessibility at Radio Row. We, That's what we found. We were there. The kickers and punters were very happy to chat with us because no one talks to them during the year. Were you? Would you talk to the Jets kicker? No, I don't need to bother him. Oh, uh, okay.
4: Paul, you were going to say? If the Jets get to the Super Bowl, will Tim finally do the cartwheel for us? Yes. Oh, we'll right. attempt it we are holding you. you put down.
3: mats down in the studio you'll put mats no, no, down in the no, studio no. and you, I will attempt it if you can
1: do it you don't need why would
3: you need mats to do a
1: cartwheel he's a fall even if you fall who cares
3: hurt myself put crash mats down I'll do it it's
1: unfortunate Jeff he's gonna the Jets are gonna go to the Super Bowl he's gonna attempt the cartwheel in the studio on camera and then it's gonna turn out he's too cheap to pay for cable in his hospital room when he's dealing with his broken neck and he's never gonna get to see the game Oh, because we someone theorized that on our trip that we were just on that. He always the reason he loves oatmeal so much on the breakfast menu is because it's the cheapest thing. That's not
2: the reason. It's delicious and fun. No, Tim doesn't even look at grocery prices, so I don't like. Yeah, but he he knows
1: he's not buying expensive stuff.
2: I don't know. I've never looked at Tim and like like he will take the cheaper item no, um, I'm
3: not walking out the door with a bag. That's just for convenience sake. Oh, yeah. So- <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah, people haven't seen that episode yet. That's fair. That, that's a, that's good SEO. I have
2: self-reported, not to the store, but I've self-reported to my friends and the internet about some theft I've been taking part in. Have you told you- your wife? Um. I don't know if I've told her. So no.
3: (laughs) No is the answer to that question. There's no way you have them.
2: Probably not, but I don't think she'd care.
3: Guess what I've been doing? I've been stealing reusable bags from the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like where your head's at,
1: Jeff.
2: (laughs) uh, I don't want to relitigate it. You'll all see it in the... um, Yeah, fair enough. ...in that other... In that other show, I will say, like, Tim being in a hospital bed, I was so pathetic that when I was lying on the ground after slipping and rupturing my patella a year and a half ago, which was like two days before the Super Bowl, as I lied there, as I laid there, like, in the pain, one of the first thoughts in my head was, what if the Chargers were going to the Super Bowl and I had my flight, like, in three hours? (laughs) um so like that's how pathetic i am in in many ways and it kind of all consumes me and maybe this will be the year but sad fun and sadness are my expectations herbert we're gonna have fun it will end in sadness i'm trying to accept it before it begins
1: all right well that will do it on the pat mayo experience we'd love to thank paul for switching the cameras and doing the audio, the coin, Jeff, and for lending his face to this fancy polo, glamorous polo, if you will, it is Franz Andergust. Tim Andergust.
3: Not my name. I don't look like Franz. You do You look like Franz.
1: People have been looking. They don't. Looking at my chest here all day and then looking at the picture of you. Even that one where you're really triggered at Sean Payton and Tua, where you look like Franz. <laughs> Wearing the Jets hat and everything looks just like you. Couldn't miss it. Can't wait for that Jets hat. NFC win total show is out. You can go watch that. The win totals draft is coming very soon. I got a show with Tambo. I got a show with Justin Freeman. A show with Sealy for Week One rankings. Like Week One is here. People, get used to having us back in your life for hours every single week. So the Week One picks will be coming out either late Tuesday next week or early Wednesday. That's going to be the schedule. I should have information on that Survivor League. RunTheSims.com, code Mayo to get the 10% off. If you really want to get into it this year, you want to have a chance to win, this is the best chance you've got. RunTheSims.com, code Mayo for 10% off. Smash the like and play in the Listener's League. Well, you are here as well, okay? I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time.
2: Mayo Experience! Experience!